always draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. I think they said yeah. Yeah. Introducing your hosts, let's give it up for the prescription fill-in, smart slaying, cowboy boot-wearing, son of a gun, make some noise for Doc Haas. Because the great don't need to be goaded into greatness. They seek it out, they crave it. They dare the entire locker room to come after them, just like I'm going to seek you out. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's just our third man. Johnny Smarks, Smarks. Who said you ladies can speak while there's a microphone in my head? And here is your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. Let's make one thing clear. I don't watch this business. This business watches me. Sit back and enjoy your dose of kayfabe consumption as you listen to the fourth wall WrestleCast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth breaking wall. The fourth wall. And what up, fam? Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things sports, music, pro wrestling, and so much more. But today, we're going back to our roots. Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Welcome to the fourth wall cast. Be sure to check us out right here every weekend on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. I am your host with the most, the babyface of podcasting, JC Bones. And boy, do I have a show set up for you today. We have a menagerie, a revelry, if you will, of personalities on today's show for episode 69 WrestleMania Prediction Super Show. I hope you're ready. Now I gotta see if the rest of the crew is ready. So let me introduce first the usual suspects. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for my right-hand man. He's the prescription fill-in, smart slaying, cowboy boot-wearing son of a gun. Let's give it up for Doc Haas. Oh, I think Doc Haas is frozen. Did Doc freeze? Look at that ugly, ugly face that is frozen on the screen. Well, with that being said, let's move on to our third band of the fourth wall cast. He's number three on the show, but number one in your hearts. He is the smarkiest smark of all the smarks. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Johnny fucking smarks. Well, hello there, motherfuckers. Smarky, how pissed are you that Lakewood was in headlines again this week? I, uh... I I figured you were going to say that. Uh, I figured... And it looks like we lost Doc, so I guess Doc will join us whenever he feels like He's restarting his computer. Of course he is. So anyway, let's also, please, give me a hand in welcoming back the smooth and articulate sounds of the NPR of podcasting. This man will be a member of the first graduating class of the Fourth Wall Hall of Fame. Let's put our hands together for Mr. DFDC, Jeff Papacio. Good morning, Ooses. How are we? Jeff, welcome back, bro. This is like, what, your fifth, sixth, seventh time guest hosting on this show? Yeah, man. Yes, it is. Yo, it's my, you know, I'm happy to be back. Um, definitely proud to be part of the Fourth Wall family with all the BS going on that's preventing me from going to Tampa tomorrow. You know, what a better way to provide some entertainment than shoot the shit with the boys. 
what I'm talking about. I mean, we are glad to have you here. So, DFDC, are you ready? Are you ready? No, no. Are you ready? Oh, I'm always ready. Well, I'm ready to introduce our next host. <laughs> Let's also terrible. welcome back a man who needs no introduction, but he's going to get one anyway. This man's a lover. He's a fighter. He's a comic book reader, a toy collector, a film critic, and a podcast host. He's also the advocate for Thick Mama Pump, Jordan Grace, and Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Quarantine Gene himself. Let's give it up for Mr. Wade Ilson. Oh! Damn, that was a sexy-ass intro. <laughs> Wade, you're I mean, I'm sorry, man, but we might have to fight over Jordan. I'm just not. Nah, nah. First of all, nah. did, did we see yo, her yo, Instagram yo. post today in that red lingerie? Woo. You have to yes. be 18 or older to check the, that out. But wow, I got I'm that sure. autographed and signed. It's coming in the mail already. Of course so. you did. Oh, of course, damn. Of course you did. Damn. Next, let's introduce a man that I've been trying to get on this show for years. I know we've been around for a year, but it feels like years. But I finally. This is the man of a thousand gimmicks. You might know him as the dusty one. You might know him as the indie guy. He's a belt bro. This guy has held more titles than R-Truth has held 24-7 titles. Oh my Ladies God. and gentlemen, <laughs> put our hands together for Mr. Dusty Dave. I love it. Oh my God. Back from the dead. Easter came early, bitches. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Where, yo, how have you been, Dusty Dave? It's great to have you on the show. Yeah, I, I've been I've been pretty good. St uh, similar to DFDC, I was getting ready to fly down to Tampa on Saturday, meet Chris Jericho, go to Takeover, go to Takeover Hangover, then go to Mania, mm -hmm. and now that's all taken away from me. So fuck you, beer virus. But in all seriousness. It, it, it's it's scary, but I do appreciate you guys inviting me to be on this. Uh, yeah, it's been long overdue. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, I remember how to use this microphone. <laughs> well, hey, man, so far you're off great. to a great start, and it's great <laughs> to have you on the show. Now, last but not least, I want to introduce to you guys the co-host of the EMG podcast. This man is a talented DJ, MC, and executive event host for the Elegant Music Group. That's where I work, too. This man is also the president of the Maddie Club, so let's give him a big too sweet to none other than DJ Maddie G. Maddie G. For life, baby. For, for life. life. Thanks for having so, me, brother. Thank you so much for joining episode 69 of the Fourth Wall Cast. It is so great to have you on here, my man. If, if, if I had known the number, I would have dressed sexier. I'm a, you know, I'm a big guy, and they're all talking about Jordan Grace. They like thick. Right. I got it in spades, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was awesome. I love it. Love it. Yo, so did we get Doc back, or is Doc still MIA? There he is. He's there, there, man. He's a little circle. Oh, good. Doc, I'm you're back. here. I'm Doc, back. I'm sorry. You missed all the introductions, bro. You suck. Yeah, man. My freak, my computer, <laughs> second time since we started the Skype call, just completely just shut down and restarted, like, on its own for no reason. So I re-downloaded Skype again. I'm hoping that's going to work. And if it doesn't, I'm just going to switch to my phone and do it call-in style. If it doesn't, that. that means you should probably just quit the show and stop podcasting. What happens if your laptop falls off the wall? I mean, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I, would, ooh. I wonder what kind of feedback that that could produce. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we a lot. All right. Well, anyway, so guys, this weekend 
is WrestleMania, a show that's too big for just one night, so they have to have it on two nights. Now, before we talk about the card and about the show, I want to, talk, I want to touch on the two-night thing. We have all been saying this for a few years. I know myself, Smarky, and Doc have talked about it in, in past years. And instead of doing one night with seven to eight hours of fucking wrestling, we should split it up a, along a, 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 against two nights, very similar to the way Wrestle Kingdom does it. So even though this was not the original plan, and this is by no means going to be the way WrestleMania is meant to be, they have it on, the two, on two nights. I think that aspect of it, is the best decision that they could have done for any WrestleMania here on out. Can any of us agree on this? Wait, I mean, please. I, I definitely no. agree with it. You just have to switch up the weekend a little bit. There'd be some alterations, but now if you do two nights, you could split the brands. You could have wrong Saturday and SmackDown on Sunday, depending on whichever brand you feel Ooh, has okay. the better match lineup. Okay. I think if you I think if you have it two nights, you also have to think about maybe switching it back into arenas rather than doing stadiums. Uh, also, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. I, w- I would agree yeah. on that. I would agree on that. Well, but now, in, in terms of where it's going to be located, according to the way this is being, because obviously WrestleMania this year has been pre-taped, it's going to be on uh, taking place in multiple locations. Well, we already know the Firefly Funhouse match is going to be on a set somewhere. We know the Boneyard match is going to be in some graveyard or cemetery. But all the other matches are, are supposed to be uh, were taped in multiple locations. And I also heard Triple H say in an interview that some of WrestleMania is going to be live as well. So, Maddie, what, what is your take on that? Trim the fat, man. Mania should be one day. It's an event. It's the Super Bowl. Get rid of the garbage. Get rid of the garbage. Keep it one day, but make it tighter. What's wrong when Mania was six hours, when Mania was five, five and a half hours, man? Right. All killer stuff. Just keep it. It's 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 like doing a party, man. Just drop the hits. So I'm looking at this now, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, the info man of the podcast here. You have 16 matches, right? Mm-hmm. And I get it. We have a very, very large roster now, but it... If you go back to like the great WrestleManias, WrestleMania three, four, 17, five, and six, 17, seventeen, right? Like the great ones, mm-hmm. your mid carders weren't on that, right? They weren't, and that's no. okay. Like, I, like uh, Elias King Corbin, no, no. Um, I, I don't think we need that. I don't even. I hate no. to say this because I like them. Like the Sami Zayn mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan match, even though it would be a fantastic match. I don't know. Oh, Otis Dark. No, that's neat. That's for a belt. Yeah. Same yeah, I, I think a lot of this card was thrown together because a lot of what they originally right. had planned Sorry. probably got probably got sidelined because of the coronavirus pandemic. And also they've had really no time to to uh to, to tell stories or to mm. expand on pre existing storylines because they always shove fucking super showdown in between yeah. Rumble and Mania. Ugh. So they, the, they run the worst. It, it makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. That, I'm curious if they didn't have the dealings with the Saudis, if this Mania would have felt more genuine regardless of the pandemic. You know what I mean? Because, like, I can't – like, the m- thing I was most forward to looking forward to doing in Tampa was booing Goldberg, and now I can't do that. Right. Okay, I can vouch. I've I was at Mania 33 when we had Goldberg Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Now, 
just being able to fucking boo Goldberg was like an amazing, an amazing uh, experience for me. It, it, it really was. But I mean, I'm really torn on this. Obviously, everyone's health comes first. And obviously, there are the superstars who we know as immunocompromised, and there are the ones who are not. Yeah, right. Able to compromise that maybe, but like I know we're gonna get into this, but the fact that one of the main matches still has not been acknowledged as being changed by WWE and tomorrow's a go home show. Right. So it's funny you say that. I'm looking at the I'm looking at this now, and it still says Goldberg Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. I just think I just think there's been so many really bad business decisions here, like. Every everything that's happened points towards you shouldn't have had this show. Right? Exactly, you should not have wasted your time. And oh this no, show. Not a, you couldn't build storylines. Yeah, you couldn't build storylines properly. Mm-hmm. You you had the stupid super showdown thing in between. We brought up all these amazing points that are absolutely you have no venue. Right. You're doing it without fans, so no one gets their Boo Goldberg experience or Boo Brock Lesnar experience or whatever you wanted to do. Whatever experience you wanted to have. The whole thing about like like wrestling and live sport like or sport things in general is that the fans add to the vibe so much because mm-hmm. like you want to feel like you're there. Even the AEW shows, the AEW shows, the dynamites have been they've been fun, but it's sure. still not great. Right. I don't feel like I'm there. Well, you know, but, and that's I mean, the biggest. It's your biggest show of the year. Your biggest show of so, the year, and you can't just have a dud like this on your. <laughs> right. So I got two. You things. have to move it somewhere else. Move it if you have to. I got two things on this. One, going back to Wade, you can do two nights, and I think you can. It would be cool if you did kind of like a live aid thing, where you have two venues far apart doing doing an event, like Not, the simulcast, like yeah. the simulcast, kind of like WrestleMania three. If you think about it, except right? Except better. I think, except two, two, uh, yeah. WrestleMania two, WrestleMania two. Yeah, two was a simulcast. Two, two. So, so I'm thinking that you could do something like that, and then you can have this many matches. I think that'd be awesome. But again, I don't think you could be doing it in stadiums. I think, and I'm good. For those of you that have listened, you'll know that I, I have not been really watching the WWE product except for NXT lately a lot. I'm a I'm a huge believer in uh, yes. Um, I just said yes for no reason because something popped up on the screen because I'm a moron. Um, I am a yes. <laughs> Going back to this, I am a huge fan of NWA and AEW. Here's the thing. I think that AEW's no audience broadcasts have been 200% better than yep. WWE's. Agreed. Yeah. Release the hounds. By far. Agreed. And I hate well, to say that, but it, it's true. Take a tip. They're not that much below you. Half of the people in AEW wrestled for you. Right. Take a hint. Right. Go ahead, Dave. No, uh, I, I mean the one, the one thing that I I have been I've ever since uh, AW and NXT have uh, run counter to each other. I have one screen with AW. I have one screen with NXT. But the thing that AW's gotten that WWE hasn't is even with the social distancing guidelines, they're having 
performers in the crowd. And yeah. you can even tell on one side are the heels. Mm-hmm. Like just last night, you had Jimmy Havoc, Penelope Ford, Kip Sabian, and awesome. whomever on the on the right side. Then on the left side, you had Chuck Tail, uh, Chucky T. You had Orange Cassidy and uh, Gun SCU. Club. So, Gun so, Club. so like literally, ju- just that audio feedback has helped the show. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you have to factor in the uptick with uh, Matt Hardy's Damascus character, mm-hmm. Brody Lee, and Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean. I, I similar to you, Smarky, I have not been interested in the main roster stuff. And it's not because of the shows they've been running. I just can't do three hours on Monday, two, two hours simultaneous on Wednesday, throw in an occasional Tuesday and Thursday for other stuff, and then two hours on Friday. It's it's literally just too hard in my brain. Right. I don't even have over. time for Impact, which is a shame because my girl Jordan's on Impact. It's so yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I don't yeah, get access. We were at the chamber. We even said uh, yeah. that, that you can just watch you can just watch the pay-per-views or the, the network specials for WWE mm-hmm. and yep. you'll be good. You don't need yeah. to watch TV, but you can just watch you can just watch pay-per-views and you'll know exactly what's going on just from the recaps. Yep. And and only really there's really nothing to watch during the week. There isn't really great any great wrestling matches on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Right. NXT's a different story, obviously, and NXT right. UK yeah. are a different story, obviously. And not uh, even to mention they're replaying a bunch of old matches during Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. I understand that you're trying to get more people tuned in and trying to show you showcase, you know, really what you're good at. But at the same time, for us hardcore fans, which I think it's safe to assume we all are, we've already seen this when yeah. it aired. Yeah. And, right. and it's yeah. ridiculous, too, because they're showing matches from past WrestleManias that they're also showing that same WrestleMania on ESPN on that same week. The next day. The next, and they're like, talking the first time ever we're rebroadcasting. Yeah, you're playing yeah. it right you now. Play, yeah, and, exactly. and we all have the network. Exactly. On top of that. Yep. <laughs> and it's a lot of filler, now, man. I, they did I, all- I, I think that's honestly just because they're trying to limit the people, the people who are live in the ring. So like trying to limit the segments of the show, I can understand that from the health perspective, but, and obviously on the business side of it, there, they do have their billion dollar deals with Fox and with NBC universal that require them to fill X amount of programming time. I understand that, but I have I have to think there's some like happy medium. Even if for the time being, cut like do the do like the stuff pertaining to active storylines, the start of the show, and then end with that mania moment, or cut raw down three to two hours, and then do then have some fill that third hour for this time being right even if they like make that wwe backstage with their like skype show kind of like we're doing tonight right like but it doesn't have to be a match or two long match royal rumble a uh, triple threat from last year's mania two segments yada yada it, it doesn't have to be like that and i haven't been enjoying it and uh, 
but that's just me. I, we've labeled ourselves as marks, marks, and all around, and I'm fine with that. So those matches aren't supposed to really appeal to me. But as like a loyal fan, I I would li- like to get you know a return on my investment. Right. Go ahead, Jeff. You wanted to say something? Yeah. The other thing that I was going to say is rather than showing us, I understand that they have to show us you know content that's pre-taped or not even necessarily pre-taped, but not, you know, not filmed in the PC. But why can't they just give us more interviews, more promos, more stuff that actually shows the character works, and that way you can still have the stories continue. We saw how effective Edge and Randy's promos were in an empty arena. Just build it up. Yeah. And 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 Taker's video, like exactly. Yo, the, I think the one thing that's benefited from the empty arenas for WWE exclusively has been the promos. Yeah, right. there's no what Agreed. chance. That's why yes. there's, no <laughs> what there's no what chance. There's no CM Punk chance. Exactly. And and, and and they're literally like this far from the camera, looking right into the viewer's eyes. Right. So when they're emphasizing like Edge talking about making his making the comeback after nine years or bringing his children into it or his wife, you could feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Dave edges promo was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's always been good on the mic. Oh yeah. But that promo might've been one of the best promos of the year. Mm-hmm. I know we're yeah. only four months in, but yeah. uh, I, I definitely only. agree. But the, <laughs> the only negative which shows me that he did the promo to hit the T and then some is that it makes me wish all of this had been postponed to say the June and maybe just have the off period and then restart at June because I'm not going to be able to be there. Like I should have, I was telling uh, bones earlier and I was telling, telling everyone I literally bought my ticket drunk just (laughs) because edge returned. Yeah. Like I literally bought my mania ticket. Then I bought, everything around it mm-hmm. but i i i was like i don't know how the fuck i'm getting a mania i don't know what i'm gonna have to come home from work but i need to be there for edge because edge is edge is one of my favorite and the thing is it sucks i'm not gonna be able to be there but you won't even have a chance because they didn't yeah. fucking move mania they didn't they even have around. a pay-per-view on the schedule for the month of june Money in the no. Bank is not in June. They have nothing on their calendar. It's right. at the end well, of May. Well, funny funny thing, I was just reading before this call, Money in the Bank, which is going to be in Eight the ten. second week in May in Baltimore, is already in discussions of not being held there or being held at the Performance Center. So, like, this literally could have all just been moved the wrestlers who are wrestling less than 100% can get back to 100%. Right. You could still do this programming, like, bombing that they've been doing mm-hmm. to keep it relevant mm-hmm. and then just restart when the COVID has taken a backseat and still have those fans. I think, I think Mania is really going to suffer from not having those fans in attendance. Right. Agreed. But unfortunately, none of that happened. WrestleMania is still happening this weekend <laughs> over the span of two nights uh, from undisclosed locations. 
And but the good news is, guys, we have a great host for WrestleMania 36 this year. <laughs> we got Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Got the Gronk. He's a great football player. Gronk is here. So listen, I've already spoken to Smarky, Doc, and Wade about Gronk signing a contract and being in the WWE. So I want to pass off to the other three gentlemen on this call. So DFDC, let's get your take first on Gronk coming to WWE. Well, I think that, you know, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know that this is really my alley in the sense that it's the entertainment world bridging over uh, sports entertainment in particular. But, you know, Gronk, the thing is, you know, I heard Peter Rosenberg uh, mention this. You know, LMFAO has been over for years and, you know, Gronk's not exactly, you know, a kid anymore. He's not fresh out of college. Like, and the man's fragile. We all seen how many times he gets injured on the football field when Brady wasn't even targeting him. So now you're going to say, all right, let's go dance with Pyro with Mojo, who, yes, Mojo's a terp, so I'll always support him being a fellow University of Maryland (laughs) alumni. But it's just like, all right, it's weird enough that you're seeing Rob Ronkowski. Now you're seeing him with basically house music and no no one, you know? So it's just like, it was just off. Like, save it for him. At least put him with all the people who were used to be in the NFL. Make it like a special. You know, let Aaron talk about his time with the Cardinals. Even show Lesnar talking about the Vikings. Show every single person in the NFL, even Lawrence Taylor, show those clips so that it's relevant that Rob Gronkowski wanted to be in the WWE. Agreed. Matty G, what is your take on Gronk and WWE? I, I fucking love it. I love it. He, he's, yeah. he, he's an animal. He's a real fan. Remember that shit in Vegas after they won a bunch of years ago? He dropped the DDT on the stage. He 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 wants it. He knows it. I don't know. The Patriots are still hot. You're, you're, you're right. He's not a kid anymore. But what do you really expect from him? I mean, he's not. He had a long NFL career. A lot of those other guys, right. uh, you know, they're, they're, they either were practice squad guys. They, they, they played a, a handful of seasons. They got hurt coming out of college. Gronk had a long career, man. You, you could put him in there. You can make him a heavy. You, you you know, he could he could just be a dude. Just go out there and be a fucking bro. There's enough bros out there. He's going to bring more eyes to the product, too. We we talked about this on, on uh, you know, on two episodes ago we talked about it. You also got to remember, like, when football players come, you know, and they, they – Lawrence Taylor did it once. Right. Like, he did it once. Yep. There is one wrestler that we could think of that had a a, fat, a a decently long football career and a successful uh, football career that also had a successful uh, long wrestling career. There's only one that we could think of, and that was Ernie Ladd. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Football Goldberg. beats the living, the living hell out of its players. Yeah. Exactly. The hell! There is no way Rob Gronkowski had an injury-filled career already. I don't think he's here to wrestle. Yeah, what do you expect? Commentate, and I think he's here to manage. Also, you gotta manage Mojo. uh, Money and money. money. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make big big appearances for him. He's gonna be a big PR guy for them. Uh, Red red carpets. He's gonna be he's gonna be all over the front of everything. He's he's a longer-term Ronda Rousey. Right. Okay. Yeah. He he's uh, a liaison I, to ESPN. Right. Uh, I, Dave, go ahead. Uh, I think I think I think it's a very intelligent decision. Like obviously, we saw him get minimally physical in the uh, battle royal at uh, Orlando. Mm-hmm. The security guard bugged out because they didn't know what <laughs> right. was going on. Um. 
But it's not like obviously we've had crossovers come into WWE from other athletic professions, some more successful than others. But even with his injury track record from the NFL, I I think he will have a couple matches. He's not going to be a full-time wrestler by any sense of the word, but I think he's going to be used similar to the way that Stephen Amell had that one, right? That one match. I, was he, there. I think he'll have like one, <laughs> one or three matches a, a year. So figure he's hosting Mania, so SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and then maybe an appearance in the Royal Rumble on top of all the PR, but it's going to bring more eyes to the product and it's going to keep that bridge open because we're seeing a lot more, even just in the performance center, a lot more new recruits and new people joining the performance center who are football players. Like, so, so it's reinforcing that bridge. And I mean, it, for me, I always knew Gronk would be it. It wasn't a matter of if, but when. But when. Right. So, the when is that. Yeah. Right. I agree. Here's the other thing, too. He's a big enough ticket name. You can put him in there with superstars who are going to protect the shit out of him. You're not putting him in there yeah. with a guy fresh into NXT where you don't know what's going to happen. He's going to be in there with the best of the best. He's going to look good and be safe the whole time. Right. And you never know. Like, I was mentioning this to Doc, and I think Wade, we spoke about this. He very well could have, like, a Ronda Rousey-style debut where he fucking shocks the hell out of everyone. I mean, the guy already has the size. He may not be big and muscular, but he has the height. You know, he has the size. He's full of natural charisma. So that right there is going to help him get over with the crowds. He's going to be an uber babyface. But according to Mojo Raleigh on Busted Open a few weeks back, he has been training in the PC. So if he's getting the right training from the coaches that we know they have at the PC, I mean, probably his training has been hit or miss now with the with the issue going on in the world, but we don't know what he's capable of in the ring yet. He very well could have a killer debut like Rousey, and he could end up being one of those, those awesome uh, crossover stars like a Mark Henry or a Kurt Angle or even a Ronda Rousey and actually have a legit career in WWE. You, you got to figure, though, Henry didn't take the beating that Gronk yeah. took. I mean, he was yeah, lifting. you're right. I, I, yeah. I understand the comparison that you're making, but I think what everybody else was saying is that Gronk is taking an ass-whipping yeah. for over a decade yeah. already. Yeah. Like, Thanks. wrestlers talk about the bump card all the time. How many of you think this guy's got left in him? Right. I, I agree with you. He could he could pop out of nowhere. I was I didn't think Rousey was going to do a damn thing. She turned out. I mean, she she definitely won me over when everybody started booing her. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> but she was good. Yeah, she was and great considering right. everything going against yeah. her and how new she was. And yeah. Stephen Amell also, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's he Green Arrow. He'll ring. do it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he, he does all of his own. He does all of his own stunts on the show anyway. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Help. He's yep. so go. good. Nice. Uh, I still did think. He, did, didn't he do the crossbody? Onto the floor yeah. in his debut match. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, Brinkle, that just dude. doesn't happen. Like yeah. uh, Stephen Mel also exudes charisma, but you brought up a good point before about Gronk. Like uh, Mojo said, he was has been training. He's mm-hmm. definitely been training in the off season when he was active, and 
ever since he announced his retirement, he's definitely been training. Even if it's just yeah. him and Mojo <laughs> in like a ring in the backyard, similar to the, what the Bucks do. And then maybe more recently it's become official. But no, he and he loves the product. So that's really one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. That's what I was yeah. saying before, man. He's got, the, he's got the passion already. Exactly. He has the passion, and that's going to help him get over and probably put him in a good spotlight. And, you know, going back to his in-ring skills, he only really needs two moves. It worked for Goldberg, right? Spear, Spear Jackhammer, and Goldberg was one of the most over guys in WCW for how long? You know, he's mm-hmm. still, I mean, love him or hate him, He's the fucking universal champion right now for WWE, and he's like 58 years old. So, you know, Gronk is that guy. He's are they going to have Gronk spike? You're lying. Right. Here. <laughs> but you're, you're, at heart, you're making a comparison with the bad booking decision, though. That's yeah. not a good argument. Yeah, that's not. Uh-uh. I, right. I think he's saying that's all it takes. I'm just saying, I'm saying it that's is all it takes. takes. All it takes is the I right mean, people to book him. Book him in a way where he's going to get over. But the booking of Goldberg, in my opinion, has not been best for their business. So I think not they'd lately. be much. Oh. Well, I think Goldberg. The, yeah. the booking I, I, of Goldberg lately is at was at the mercy of the fucking checkbook from the Saudi Arabian prince. That's where yep. that's where that comes from. If Super Showdown did not exist, Goldberg would not be the champion right now. Goldberg would not be. Performing at WrestleMania, Goldberg would not be uh, wasting our TV time mm, over this past mm, month. No, like, he'd have listen, a match. I'd give him a match, he but would it have wouldn't a match. Be for a title. Ha- yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm tired wait, of the Super wait, Show. He wouldn't have the title. I, right. I think he'd be fighting for a title. Actually. Really? Yes, I do. I, I really do. Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, let's. You know what? <laughs> let's get into the card and let's see where how Goldberg's going to. Uh, to pan out as he leaves WrestleMania. But let's start off with one of the biggest matches of the, of the, the two nights. All right? Match is fucking huge. It's huge. Huge. All right? Huge. huge. We have one half of Best Heavy Machinery, ever. Otis, taking on his beloved's new man, the show-off, Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> while Mandy Rose will be in Ziggler's corner. Can, can we just have Otis beat Ziggler and and have him end up with Mandy? Because it's like the one love story in wrestling. I actually, I just want Otis and Mandy to get together already. I feel so bad for this poor guy. Matty G, what so, is your take right now on Otis and Ziggler? You know I love a fat redhead. Come on. Come on. Come on. They're, they're obviously never going through with Ziggler. Ever. They're never going through with Ziggler. No. Give give Otis give Otis the win, man. Him and the Mandy like that was going on sideways with with Lana and Lashley and all that shit. Right. I could care less about that situation. Yep. And almost the same stories happening at almost the same time. Mm-hmm. And one of them is when I go get a beer or take my dog out, and the other I'm glued to my TV. Yep. Exactly. You know. Yep. You know what I want? I want a clean pin for Otis, but I want Mandy to double cross Ziggler and know, like, I loved you the whole time. Yes. Boom. Yeah, that is what I want. Always the Yo, Matty G, where did you come from, bro? Coming in strong. That Maddie is a strong book. So, Vince, I, I know you're listening to this, so let's make sure that we record that, that match book. and make sure that's how it happens. Uh, wait. So what's really going to ha- what's really gonna happen is uh, Tal Ziggler's going to win. <laughs> Of course. Then he's going to lose on Monday again. Yep. Yep. Well, w- Wade, right, what guys. is your take Dolph on Ziggler. this match, Wade? 
I'm I'm actually happy with the match. It was it is one of the best storylines going. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had the other one going on, and that wasn't what it was. And we need Dolph to take this loss. I've been saying Dolph needs to take this loss ever since KO cut that vicious-ass promo on him. Yep. Saying, you know, you were the man eight years ago, and it never happened, and it's never going to happen. That's Dolph's position. Yep. Stay in your lane. You're just A-K-Burf. that guy. Ooh. You had your chance. You are very talented. Ooh. I will never knock him. Mm-hmm. But mm. Dolph, it's time to go. It's, Who else wants fun. AEW Dolph? To AEW AEW where he becomes the champion? I personally <laughs> think Dolph would be better in New Japan. Uh, yeah. Mm. ROH. Impact. Japan. Mm. Die in ROH. Impact. So pretty much, pretty much anywhere but anywhere. WWE. Anywhere but WWE. Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've been on and off a Dolph fan, and I actually got to meet him. And he's a really awesome dude in person. Mm-hmm. But... Wade describing that promo just said it the best. He was a man eight years ago. Like, I remember when he had money in the bank and mm-hmm. I was just itching for the cash in. And then mm-hmm. finally I got the cash in. And then it's just like, well, now what? Right. And then I remember, then he was even going well again against the Miz when they were feuding for the IC title. And then they fucked, they fucked up a loser leaves home, a loser yeah. leaves WWE match. Right. But I mean, Oh, oh, similar to Matty G, I'm glued to the television or I'm glued to my seat live when Otis is in the ring. Like for a man, for a man his size, right. he should not by physics be able to do the stuff he does. <laughs> but right. but he does. And the thing is, it. I can't see it going anywhere but Otis going over with with Mandy double crossing Ziggler. Like, I mean, I like to think that there are still things true and pure in wrestling. And come on, like the the less like hunky guy getting the girl. Like, come on, man. We we all wish that would happen. Yeah. And then adding on to Ziggler, you know, the thing with Ziggler is he's known for. His selling, no matter who has, he sells incredibly well. He's been compared to even, you know, Shawn Michaels in the, his Sweet Chin music, but also just the way he sells moves. So if you're that good at selling all the time, you might be in a position where you're putting people over. And that's not necessarily a bad position to be because the writers can count on Dolph Ziggler to put those people over when it need be. Even with his title feud against the... Uh, wrestler formerly known as Dean Ambrose when he was champion, you know, we saw, you know, the limits that they were able to go. So, yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to the next match. Uh, Smarky, I want to start with you. We're going to talk about the Intercontinental title match. We have the new Intercontinental champion, Sami Zayn, along with his stable of Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura! Man, that was so good. Uh, taking on Daniel Bryan with his new cohort, Drew Gulak. Smarky, does Daniel Bryan walk out of WrestleMania with a title? But I think he is going to... I think he's... Uh, same. Don't look at me like that, Jeff. I think Sammy's going to drop it to Daniel. You can't hear me? Before uh, your, audio was, your audio was cracking up a little bit, but if that, that's just because you suck, but it's all right. <laughs> My apologies. Um, 
compelling storyline wise, I I would hope that he didn't get the belt. But unfortunately, I think Zami is going to drop it to Daniel. Um, I got to be honest with you, I I I wish that Drew Gulak was not with Daniel Bryan because the match they put on at Elimination Chamber was one of the best of the night. Yep. And I wish they were still feuding. One hundred percent. But um, any chance, any chance, Gulak turns. I, I, I don't. It, it's a chance, but I think yeah. it's too soon for their partnership. And I think they're yeah, really good. Empty arena too. too. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Strong things out there. Yeah. So Doc, what do you think, man? Is D. D- Bry leaving with the IC title? Uh, no. 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 Okay. No. Not at all. Uh, what's the sense of putting this title on a Sami Zayn and kind of legitimizing their little faction they started and then just taking it right off off from essentially right away and not giving them any chance to really have some sort of dominant title run to establish the faction for reals? Well, so what's Sammy, WWE? Hold on. Sami Zayn, of Cesaro, the- and Shinsuke are mm-hmm. the new 3MB, unfortunately. What's the point? Not if one of them has the Intercontinental title, dude. Hold on. What was the no, point Matt of giving Ryan. Shinsuke the IC title and doing fucking nothing with him and then having him lose it to his stablemate in a handicap match? Who books this shit? Like, not that's, us. What, that's, that's what I don't understand. I love that Sami Zayn. Well, now the guy who's speaking, who can speak English is leading the faction and can actually like, get this stable Whoa. over. I don't know. Oh, I feel like if anyone has been misbooked, no. it has been Nakamura. And that's a fucking damn shame, too. Oh, it's oh, not oh. a knock. Uh, uh, and, uh, no, uh, no. and we and lost Doc again. Oh, oh, go to the phones. Uh, Doc, say that again. We lost you again, I said, I said that this is an American promotion and a majority of the fans who watch it speak English and not Japanese. So we're going to put someone, the belt on someone who speaks English to try to get the faction over it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm. It, it, goes back, it goes back to what I was saying about the promos. It's good that they're allowed to have promos in the performance center because you don't have those what chants. It's right. the most frustrating thing when Asuka is delivering this amazing promo in Japanese and every time it's like, what, what? It's like, no, she actually speaks very good English. She's yeah. playing up her character. She really does. Yeah. And she's a metalhead. It, it, it's, fun, it's yeah, funny you is. mentioned that because when I met Sasha Banks and she saw that Asuka signed the bell first, she's like, you know she speaks a lot more English than she lets on. And I'm like... Why is that the first thing you're saying when I'm meeting you? Thanks for waiting online. Yeah, it's it's Sasha. Don't talk bad about Sasha. WWE missed their chance with Shinsuke when it was Shinsuke AJ, and then it was went into that. But I, I like this faction, and I mean, yo, we've all been clamoring for Sammy to get a title. He finally has it. I can't see Brian getting it just yet but don't forget this is one of two titles brian had to relinquish due to his injuries true so he will he will get his run with this new beautifully designed ic championship which 
I may or may not spend some of my stimulus check on to get. Ooh. But, oh, look but, at you. The new yes, one's not but, what the stimulus check is for. I know. <laughs> for tattoos. I, know. I mean, it's so beautiful. But I, 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 I do think Sammy, <laughs> I, I think Sammy's going to be going over. I want it to be clean as well. But it, it, we need more from Sammy with this title. Right. Like, I don't really care too much about the faction, but ju- just give me Sammy. Just Sammy go. All right. I, I agree. I, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say who's going to walk out. I think everyone here has great points on, on who or why they should win it. I don't think it's going to be a clean match, though. Not if you have Cesaro and Nakamura on, at ringside and even Gulak there. If they have little stables no and partnerships, there's going to be no clean finish to this match whatsoever. But you know what match will have a clean finish? Another one of those thrown-together matches for the sake of WrestleMania to fill up the card. Let's have Elias take on King Corbin. Uh, DFDC, let's start with you, man. Did uh. you get to see SmackDown when Corbin threw Elias <laughs> off of the, uh, the uh, whatever the hell he was on, the stage up there? And, oh, like, uh, that little, I did. Like, platform. Yeah, he, and he the, killed the Elias at, on SmackDown, so, and Elias is going to rise from the dead and face Mania now? I, like, that's fine, but they should have saved that spot for Mania rather than having it on the SmackDown because that's a cool spot. Okay. Um, you know, it... You know, especially if imagine if like they would have made it so that way Elias manages to get himself up there. Elias, or rather Corbin, steals his guitar from him and smacks him over the head, and that's what sends him over. You know, you can make it so much more of a impactful spot in addition to just playing with their characters. You know that's uh Baron Corbin is this almost scar like of a king, right? You know, he's not afraid to throw Mufasa off the ledge. Wow. So yes. let him throw a lot off. <laughs> and then if and everything relates. Um, you know what I mean? So, I mean, for me personally, you know, being at Mania last year, which most of us were, you know, the lowest match to me was the Corbin Angle match. But that's not because of, you know, Corbin specifically. It's just because, you know, it didn't really do anything so take this opportunity corbin is probably one of the best pure heels in the business along with mjf so let him be a pure heel and do heel stuff on the show shows because no one's going to boo him there's no one there to boo him right now wait i want to pose this question to you do you think ever since elias came up to the main roster he has not had the best wrestlemania record yet because i feel like he has been nothing but like a sideshow to do a WrestleMania <laughs> song and then he gets interrupted by, you know, whoever, by The Rock or by, the, by Edge or by this person. I, I, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this his first WrestleMania match he's actually had? This is his first WrestleMania match. This is his first major ma- Mania match ever. But you know what? He has had that kind of crappy run. I honestly thought when he came up, his main roster run has been better than his NXT run. Agreed. Which is sad to say. His NXT run should have been great. But once he got to the main roster, you hot potatoed him too much. He's turned into the new big show for me. He's faced mm-hmm. for like a month. Right. And then he's back to a heel. And then he's a face again. And he's a heel. You have to stick with him. Honestly, Elias should be one of the people going after the Intercontinental title at this point. Right. He should have been one of the first people to have it. 
You're right. Elias is a great mid-card contender. They just have to utilize him and put him in a title scene and not give him the freaking 24-7 title, which I believe is the only title he's held so far in WWE was the 24-7 championship. He had that? Yeah. He did. He had a lot. I think twice. I think once or twice. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. He had a couple (laughs) reigns. Yeah. No, our truth is the only 24-7 champ in my heart. Yep. (laughs) He's a national treasure. At this point, I don't think anybody else can hold a 24-7 title. Hey, wild card question. Mm-hmm. We're going to hold that thought because you're confused. You're, you're yeah. they froze again, Doc. You don't know how wild that is. <laughs> oh, fuck this, man. God. You played Xbox oh. at the same time, man? Yeah, right. Oh, man. Uh, why, uh, I was probably all that porn you keep time. downloading. You get all those viruses yeah. on your computer. Okay. That's there, not there, on the computer. Thing. That's for the phone. Oh, okay. uh, oh, who used the phone? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right. Well, shit. Anyways, <laughs> a wild card question. Will the 24-7 title change hands at WrestleMania? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But how, but how, how many two. times? That's the question. Well, Four. Oh, okay. Okay. On WrestleMania, yes. At WrestleMania, no. What does I that mean? do not what, what do think the title will change hands anywhere in the venues that are used for WrestleMania matches. It would have happened to be taped already. No, oh, okay. I, I, I think we're All going vignettes? to get like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we'll get like multiple vignettes over the two days of like. R-Truth still thinking that Mania is at Raymond James and then him just being like I don't see it happening in the performance center or in the places being used. Right. What, uh, what I, if, I got, what I if got, they did something Go, Matt, you go, you go, you so, go, you go. You go. Yeah, what if they started. did something like that but then on Sunday had him all vignettes and then running into a live spot in the middle of somebody's oh, problem? What if Gronk runs no. out with it from the PC? You're there all you're all overthinking this. Here's what's going to happen. R-Truth's going to crack open a beer. <laughs> he is going to hold the 24-7 title on his shoulder. And all the wrestlers are going to come after him. He's going to hold a doctor's note. And it's going to say, you cannot come within six feet of me because I have coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Bro, I'm fine. Oh. Yeah. Nope. That's Stop it. The microphone podcast is done. You and win. Th- th- that needs to be the main event, then. That WrestleMania has to end with that segment. That's how you I'd close WrestleMania. Like that. Then just then. Oh, beautiful. Just uh, holding one sparkler in the performance right? center like it was fireworks. <laughs> it'll be like that time. It'll be like that time Maria Canellis was pregnant, but actually cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh, that was that's actually a nice segue, Doc. Miss? You're bringing up Maria Kanellis. Uh, let's move on to a no next match. No one ever said that, that. I don't know why Maria Kanellis was a good segue, but you mentioned her, so I want to go on to the next match now. Next match that's a dead is, stop. Let's uh, talk about Aleister Black taking on the almighty Bobby Lashley with his beautiful, beautiful wife, Lana. Whatever the right. fuck that means. Uh, yeah. Maddie G., I don't care. Quick, quick question. Do you think, well, first of all, there's been no build to this match. And do you think Aleister Black having all of these squash matches against enhancement talent was doing anything to build towards this match? 
towards oh. this match? Not at all, man. You know, bit building him up. I, I love the enhancement talent thing. I love that AEW is pulling people out of the local area. You know, WWE could be doing the same. Give somebody their golden ticket. Give them a shot. You know, uh, no, they could be doing more of it. They're, they're, they're programming. Not as, over not, as, not as much as AEW has been doing right. it. I, I, yeah. I can talk that, yeah. but continue. Yeah, I mean, it's only a one. A Raw is only one more hour than Dynamite, and it's like an hour and a half to almost two hours of replays, garbage. But right. who gives a shit about Lashley either? They haven't right. built him as an unbeatable monster. So why does Alistair like Alistair Black has no mountain to climb? Right. He's just all right. He's a badass. Lashley's a bitch. Fight's over. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I I'm think. That match. I, I think after this match. Well, first of all, I think we could all agree Alistair has to go over. Bobby Lashley does mm-hmm. not oh. need the win here. Yes. Bobby Lashley means no. nothing in this match. Alistair needs to win. He need, he needs to squash Bobby Lashley is what has to happen. Big time. I think, like I, like I, a 10 I think, second match. Yeah, I think in the first like 10 to 18 seconds, Lashley goes for a spear, black moves, turns around, black mass, one, two, three, matches over. Move on to the next match. You think that's going to happen? No, Absolutely. you know Lana's getting involved. She she loves acting. Vince loves her for some reason. I guess she's still around. Mm-hmm. You think that's gonna happen? Lana, Lana? yeah, Lana's there. She's gonna get Lana with them though. Not Lana. Talk about the squash. You think the squash is gonna happen? I don't know. I'm not saying it. I don't think it will. I think I think that's what should happen. Yep. I think that's what should happen because after this, Alistair Black needs to end up in the mid card title scene, and he's to or. Reignite his feud with AJ Styles because those two could put on a fucking great match one on one with no shenanigans. Exactly, no, no shenanigans. No Let those two face each other or put them in a mid card title match uh, going after the U.S. title. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it would be great. One of the unfortunate things on Raw right now is the mid card title is nowhere to be found. It's nope. been around Andrade's yeah. waist, which I was happy with right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But then he gets suspended for 30 days, right. stays on his waist. Yep. They have the multiple matches, matches with Humberto, stays around his waist. They could have lit- literally taken it away. But now it's literally nowhere to be found. And I think right. it might be the one title that doesn't appear on Mania other than... The I thought Andrade was hurt. Yeah, right. He Andrade, he was pulled. He all right, so he was supposed to face Rey Mysterio again at Mania with the U.S. title mm. on the line, but uh, they weren't able to build that because uh, Mysterio was quarantined weeks ago, and then yep. Andrade was still. Then around. they moved him in into Garza a tag title match with him and Garza, right, which was random. Then he got all right, I knew about the tag title. Yeah, match. that yeah. would have at yeah. least yeah. been a good match. No, he's injured now, so injured so they, they made a call yeah. up. Yeah, so Austin Theory now took but the place. Theories. So yep. right. and so, I, I mean, I I understand they only emphasize the defense clause. Mm-hmm. In special occasions these days, right. but I'm sorry, the it should it should have been taken from him, and Alistair could easily be in that mid card title feud. Hell, Alistair is big enough to be in the main title feud. Right. Like he's big uh, enough. I don't know. I don't know about yeah, that. he is. Yeah. I, 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 he, he, was, he was. He was before he took the time off. But a, a, a lot yeah. has to happen. A lot has to happen before that. But he could. Yeah, exactly. This, a lot has match, to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, I definitely see Alistair going over, and 
I see good stuff coming up for Alistair. I just don't know where it is because there's only so much you can do the enhancement talent and all that. And Bobby Lashley has been one of the most lackluster re-signings ever. Like he could have easily feuded with Brock Lesnar. And instead we got like him bringing three, three, the sister? Sisters. I to return more than I do now. Right. But I know he's not going to because of how bad they're doing it. Yeah. Do you think so? Do you think he's not going to come back because of this? Uh, I, I, I think he's not going to come back like, don't forget, he was randomly just removed from TV, and reports are it's because his contract status stalled. Lana resigned. Right. Lana resigned for five years. Who knows what the hell Lashley's doing? But like, is Not this like- really where you guys expected Lashley to be? No. I mean, the thing is, for me, also, you know, they did. Leo Rush dirty, you yeah. know he, he he's a, he's another uh, Maryland kid. He's doing well for himself though. though. He did well. Doing he fine. a lot of issues, man. I'm saying his shit with Lashley though. Like right, I'm right. saying like okay. putting him right, yeah, yeah, yeah. as early as they did did him like it screwed him up mm-hmm. because he has the talent, you know. But he's young. He's right. he's not you know he's really young. So so you put him with Lashley who's coming back in you know. We all know how dominant Lashley was when he wasn't Impact, when he wasn't TNA. That's who I expected to right. come back. And didn't you know? I didn't expect the the billionaire match Lashley to come in. You know, trying to shape people's head, which is kind of what we got. We got that gimmick, and it's like yeah. I was looking for that. You know, I was looking for all the belts. You know, let Lashley no, be dominant. All, all the belts. Right. Yeah. Well, all the you got to be able. You got to be able to cut a promo to be that good. So, and th- and that that's where exactly. where Lashley. Uh, that's where he lacks is his promo skills. And putting him with Lana doesn't really help because Lana is not yeah. that good on the mic. Yes, yeah, she has nope. a, she has acting skills, but she is not good oh. on the mic. Bye. I was kidding about Bye. acting Bye. skills. Bye. I was saying she thinks she has skills, so she's not get, she's getting in front of the camera. She has acting skills. Do you remember the restaurant? Right, guys. John Cena and the Miz in the Marine are better. And Becky Lynch was in the Marine also. Oh, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Shawn Michaels. Right. Don't, don't by sleep way, 12 I, rounds, bro. By the way, yeah, real exactly. quick before we move on, mm-hmm. if Rusev left the WWE, he'd be AEW champion yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Yeah. agreed. He, he's, he's, a, he's a more mainstream Jeff Cobb. Yep. Yo, I, I honestly... Yeah, yeah. I never thought of it that way. You're right. I honestly think Rusev and... Uh, um, the revival. I know they're not in the mania conversation, but both of them are literally sitting out their contracts and oh. will do whatever non compete clause and then whatever. Pay- I think they could both either flourish in AEW or New Japan. Well, hold on. Which one of those two would flourish more in AEW? The revival. Okay. The revival, the revival. It's, it's a yeah. tag team company, man. Yeah, oh, man, I think Rusev. No. I don't think. I don't. I don't think we've seen the best Rusev. No, no. we definitely no, did. We had the tank. 
Dave, what? I want to come uh, back to this at another time on another show because I think if they broke up, one of them would be better than the other. Which one? Ooh. You Let, tell let's me. save that for the another show. Yes. Because I do want to talk about them because they are both great singles wrestlers. Can can I come back for that show? Yeah, yes. You're always welcome back, Maddie. But guys, let's move on to the next match. Let's move on to the Raw. Let's move on to the Raw Tag Team Title Match. So originally, this match was supposed to be the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, taking on uh, U.S. Champion Andrade and his partner Angel Garza with Zelina Vega in their corner. As we mentioned, Andrade is out and injured with a rib injury, so he has been replaced by Austin Theory. Now, Doc, I want to go to you on this one. I am actually really into this mashup of Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Uh, I think Austin Theory is fucking fantastic. He's going to be a future, future star. All right? I like what they're doing with Zelina, how they have Andrade and Angel Garza and Austin Theory. I like this little tandem they have going on here. So, Doc, what is your... First of all, I'm sorry, Doc, before you go on, before you uh, start, I mean... Theory and Garza are not leaving with the Raw Tag Team titles. That we are no, they're not. No, 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 no. But Theory is a hey guys, can you say hey dude, can you save our ass? That's what that's what it was. But I do like this tandem. But please, Doc, what is your take on this? I unfortunately have not gotten to see Theory's debut yet because I just haven't been able to catch up on on that wrestling yet this week with my work schedule. That being said, all day. Um, it's a it's a throne together match mm-hmm. and thrown together match with a champion is going to, I feel like it's always going to go to a champion more often than not. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Garza. I, I really <laughs> yes. enjoyed what he's done in NXT and what he's done in the main roster. Actually, I would think I would venture to say that the Andrade Garza, that whole faction of wrestlers has been one of the best things on the yes. two, the two big shows. Follow them. Like they've 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 really shown a lot of talent and a lot of potential. And WWE would be absolutely insane to stop any of their momentum. Um, that being said, <laughs> that being said, they can lose this match because the team's been broken up a little bit because Andrade's not in it, so it's not the normal team. And the WWE Universe World probably doesn't know much about Austin Theory yet. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No. Right? No, yeah. No, no. So he, 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 it's so early. It, it, it's early for him. So it's easy for for him and Garza to take the loss. It would have been a lot harder for Andrade to take this loss, I think. Yeah. You know, even a team of Andrade, but now that Andrade's out, I mean, I, I think the Street Profits win and it's gonna be a really, really fun match. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking forward to a fun match here. These are four extremely talented wrestlers and i think you're gonna get you know this is this is definitely could be a wild card for one of the best matches of the night agreed uh smarky go ahead so so here's my thing here so austin theory is 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 helping out here yeah there are other talent that could have filled in here but angel and austin do work very very well together and i I, i'm gonna call this right now austin you're you're all gonna you might all balk at me here Austin Theory is the next John Cena. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Ooh, I agree. I agree. Austin it, Theory. Okay. He's he, it, dude, it's I just I just think he's it just I can't even talk. He's destined for great things. But that's awesome. He's got, no. <laughs> But um But here's my thing. How bad 
is it over there in WWE that and, and listen, this is not a shot at Austin Theory. He, he certainly deserves that the man can work. He was fast tracked through NXT. But how bad is it on the main roster with everything going on that Austin Theory is the one that got called? I think that's what it is. I think I think it's because of the the very unique situation that we are all living in. Shit that w- w- yeah. I, I feel like it's really hard for us to point fingers or put blame on any one or any specific situation. There's no blame. You know, there's no it's, blame. It's it's like I I don't think it's a matter of how bad it is. I think it's a matter of just who is available, who is healthy, and who can yeah. we actually get here. You know, and I um. They, they, I'm very happy for the him. past few weeks, and that's where Austin Theory is living now because he's at, he's doing NXT at full sale. He's going mm-hmm. to the PC, so he was he's local at that point. So I am, I'm very happy for him, and you know this is it's just a lucky this was a lucky thing yeah. for him I think, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm calling it now. The dude has been signed for less than a year. Yep. I think less than, really less, than months, yeah. Yeah. less than six months. Less than six months. Less than six months. He's on WrestleMania. Uh, okay, I get it. It's not WrestleMania, <laughs> but he is on WrestleFuckyMania. Yep. Six right. months yeah. into his contract. Right. The dude. I, I'm, I'm calling it, guys. You can you could agree with me, and I'm glad Doc is back for this. I'm glad Doc is back for this. You can you can. <laughs> agree with me or disagree with me here, but Austin Theory is the next John Cena. Well, that's why I said fuck you before I went to go take a look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, go ahead, bro. Oh, yeah, I heard you. I'm going to jump off Smarky's point. And, Dusty Dave, you know about this one, brother. Um, he's been saying this as part of his gimmick since he was in Evolve. He's just yes. a point. Austin Theory is the next John Cena. The dude is talented. He's John Cena minus like what, like a couple inches in height, something like that. He's right. got the same build and, 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 and military. Yeah, and he used to be he used to be he's what twenty three years old. Yeah, he's like 22, 23 years old. The fucking dude's mad young. He's young. He's, he's really young. young. He's got the talent. He's he's got the mic skills. The dude can go ruthless. Sucks that except from home. <laughs> Wait, boy. I appreciate it, Wade. Thank you. Here's the thing. Let's remember who they are going up against, the Street Profits. And I think I speak for all of us in saying we want the smoke. But not so much that they're – you know, look at Montez Ford. He's an ex-Marine. So he has everything that a WWE superstar you can build towards. Not only is that – and guess what? Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins are not two other buff white dudes. We, we got them. Right. We got we, – we got those in the positions that we need. We want to showcase all of our talent. Me speaking our like I'm Vince. But, you know, the thing is, you know, think of their fan interaction. Whether it's – I know Dave got a red solo cup when we were at Elimination Chamber. You know, and them interacting with everybody. You know, and how much that they genuinely connect with not only one type of fan, but fans from all different, you know, spectrums of the WWE universe. So – for me, I think that it's great that, you know, Austin Theory has is in putting this position, this opportunity. He's willing to expose himself to, you know, the elements of what's going on right now when, you know, others who are immunocompromised can't or hurt. You know, I think that's great. But at the same time, it's because of circumstance. So yeah. I think it's going to be up to what Angel and, you know, Theory are able to accomplish rather than what was planned. Right. So to counter your counter, I, I, I completely apologize, actually. What, I'm just talking about his 
his potential. As far as the match goes, <laughs> as far as the match goes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Smarky. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. I was trying to make a point, but <laughs> Doc just put it in our chat. So let, let me explain this to you. So Jeff is talking about it. He has a counter to my thing, and I said, I have a counter counter. And Doc, this asshole types, I have a rash. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't want to know what you do in the backwoods of your town, man. Goes on those hikes and uh, oh I don't want to know what happens on those hikes, but Jeff, I have to apologize. I absolutely agree that the Street Profits are going to go over. There's no way Austin Theory and Angel Garza are winning the championships here. I was just talking about his potential because I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. Oh, yeah. Angelo Dawkins. I'm sorry. I almost said D'Angelo Dawkins, the original name. Oh, D'Angelo. Um, and, and Montez are the perfect, the mm -hmm. perfect people for this title right now. And, um, I, you know, I, one day I, I hope to see it again, and I would love to see if they, if they, you know, end up having it at the time. I would love to see Raw and SmackDown tag titles. I want to see Street Profits versus uh, New Day again. That was so <laughs> Ooh, yeah. fantasy booking. We want that smoke. I want we that do. smoke, and um, I want the Street Profits to go over New Day. Yeah, they have to. Once I have a, a very concise statement, the Street Profits just won at Chamber, the last event that me that was an event. Me and Jeff were there. He said I got the, my red cup. But, yo, all four of these performers are going to come out of this match shining like friggin' gold. I hate to say yeah. it, it might be one of the best matches of the night. That's what I was going to say. You made that call earlier, hey, man. I think this one could yeah. steal it. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And not only the Street Profits getting a win, they're getting a win over one of the up-and-coming factions slash teams yeah. in the promotion right now. You know, and, and, and that up-and-coming faction will not get hurt because their leader is not in the match, so it won't hurt it, quite right. as much. Everybody gets over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move it, on to the next it, match, guys. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, sorry, oh Dave, I sorry, forgot. Dave. I forgot Bones no, no, is no, in charge no, here. No, 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 no. Don't worry. I just have to give credit where credit's due. It's going to be beautiful, but let's move on. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, Smarky, if, if you were around more often and actually recorded every fucking week, you could be in charge too, you know. Uh, oh, well. Oh, I, uh, what? What? What was that? I'm important. I'm important. Oh, yeah. He's essential, guys. He's, he's essential. A, he's essential. <laughs> I am essential, actually. Essential. Gene Wade are essential, oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, we're essential. All right. So who, all right, who here loves women's wrestling? Me. Who here is excited? I do, I do, I do, I do. Who here is excited to see the fatal five-way elimination match for the SmackDown women's title? At WrestleMania. It's really sad that there is like no real build for this, and I feel like they have really dropped the ball on Bailey's heel turn. Um, yeah. Bailey and I'm not saying they as in creative, I feel like Bailey also dropped mm -hmm. the ball. Bailey is Ooh. not a believable heel. No. That's what it comes down to. So Ooh, the the match Ooh. was supposed to be a six pack challenge: uh, Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Tamina. Yes, she is still under contract. Uh, versus, As she should be. Versus As Sasha Banks be. and Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke has unfortunately been quarantined, so now it's a fatal five way elimination match. A oh, girl. 
If yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if everyone here has seen SmackDown from the from last week, but if there was one person that, in my opinion, shined the most that I didn't expect to, as much as I have gave nothing but hate to Tamina in the past, Smarty and Doc can vouch I told for that. You. She her promo was short and sweet. Her actions were perfect, and it was very, very well done, which makes me want to think that Tamina could be a wild card in this match. But, Wade, let's go to you, man. What is your take on this, five, uh, this five-way challenge? First, to begin with, I don't know how Dana Brooke got in. She shouldn't have been in Brooke, no hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Love you, Wade. Oh, I'm, I'm with Wade on this one. I'm with Wade. Carmella should have been in. Yes, yes, yes. Carmella should have been in that match. Agreed. From the jump, she's a Preach. former SmackDown Women's Champion, and you're not going to include her in a Mania match? Right. I almost, I get, I almost cursed, but I'm going to keep it clean for today. It's all right. Uh, okay, okay, fuck it. Get yeah, the fuck so, out of here. There you go. Yeah, we got <laughs> on this shit. <laughs> Wait, no, no. I'll even Damn. go better. You know what? Take, leave the, leave Dana Brooke in. You know what? I'll give her credit. Mania, she was over last year. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that was too early. That was too early in the show. I don't remember. <laughs> Damn. So Mina that was a long night, bro. Yep. That was but long. SmackDown did give me a turn on her. It sucks that the SmackDown women's brand is suffering, and this and this clearly shows now with these empty arena shows. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. once, they, once this match was even set, I had my winner picked already, and yeah. Bailey ain't walking out. No, nah. no, no, I don't think so. I uh, actually Sasha's think guys, win. I no, I, 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 I yeah, actually better think be it's, Sasha. It's, I think it's either going to be Sasha or, believe it or not, it might be Tamina because I think Tamina is going to finish up, and I think she's going to get her title. Placeholder. She doesn't deserve a title. Transitional That's transition. nonsense. Okay, uh, I have I have a small a small like little input. I don't think th- obviously a lot of these matches are thrown together. I do not think Sasha was meant to be involved in this women's title match. Why? Especially nah. because a WWE just released. Uh, like compilation video of Sasha and Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think we were going to get a Sasha uh, and Trish match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sasha even went a bit further dressing as Trish Stratus, like blonde wig, right. like a Trish Stratus outfit. So I think we were supposed to get Sasha versus Trish, which I'm extremely disappointed isn't happening. But I can, SummerSlam. I can understand. SummerSlam. It, Slam sounds right. Now, I do feel Tamina's deserving, but I don't like admitting this, especially if you guys remember the way I would talk from the old, the olden time when I was on a, another podcast when I was a member of the Kings of the Rings. I hated Lacey, but. With the bullying angle they start pulling and then bringing her daughter into it, right. I could even see Lacey coming out of this match. I but I don't, want mm-hmm. them, I don't want them to go that way just because of, like, old, reliable, go with blonde hair, blue eyes. Right. But why is no person. one talking about the actual underdog and wild card, which could be Naomi? Naomi. 
Naomi is very she over. underdog. She has already had her WrestleMania moments in the past, but people wanted her to beat Bailey at Super Showdown. Yeah. But, not an underdog, though. There's zero story yeah, there, man. There's no right, build since the comeback. Dave, There's David, a good point. David, a good point. He talked about something unreliable. Look at the freaking world we live in right now, okay? We live in this world that we can't rely on anything because we don't know what our next freaking day is going to have because of this damn virus. So what do you think Vince, being a businessman, does in this situation? He might go to Old Reliable because it's Old Reliable. And Old Reliable is Lacey Evans or Sasha Banks in this yeah, situation. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. So really think everybody Evans. home happy. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. All right, let's not move on. That's, that's, but, Bailey, but Bailey's done. The, the, the Bailey's not Bailey's leaving Mania done. with the title. But Sasha no. and Bailey have legs past Mania if they make that switch they, happen. Exactly. They do. They do. You know? Right. That, that's that programming. They do, I, I just feel when we – it's been how many years since we've been clamoring for the this Bailey and Sasha thing? It can only happen Who's at clamoring Mania. for it? I ain't clamoring for it. I feel I feel it can only happen at Mania. Yeah. So we're it not should only happen. It could. That's okay. a SummerSlam match. Their best their best match was in the summer. If Sasha yeah. takes it now at Mania, then you got legs all the yeah. way until SummerSlam. That's the booking right. is done yeah. six months. Right. Well, four months. That's right. a WWE right. doesn't take a break after Mania, which is also in the rumors. Which is also yeah. in the rumors. Which we'll, yeah. touch, we'll touch on that when we're done with the card, though, Doc. Uh, let's move on to the next match. Uh, let's go on to the one-on-one match that we're finally getting after all these months. We're going to finally see Fight Owens fight Kevin Owens taking on the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Now, my, my take real quick, I was into this feud back when it came about around the Survivor Series and the aftermath of the Survivor Series, but I feel like now it went on for way too long. I don't understand why Kevin Owens and Seth have not had a one-on-one match yet, and it's always six-man tags, eight-man tags. There's always shenanigans in all the matches. Now, with, I think, Razor is out on an injury, Murphy is quarantined, you're going to have that one-on-one match. So there has to be a very distinct winner in this match. Doc, you are... I see the smoke coming out of your ears as you're giving me the, the finger right now. So please, I'll pass over to you first. <laughs> sit here and complain about there's never any slow builds with stories. And then there's a slow build with a story. You bitch about the slow, the slow build. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, right. Yeah, like, wait, 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 no, wait, wait. You're the shittiest mark of all shitty marks ever. Wait a ever. second, wait a second. Nah. But you are what more build? of a mark than me, motherfucker. Hold on, a you... build, a build has to have stages. It has to have... Variation. It's been the same every week. It's a six-man tag. It's a six-man tag. Yeah, exactly. That's what there was no. I don't know. You have to get everyone on. They shouldn't have touched. They shouldn't have touched. That's the whole thing. The build. They've already been in the ring together a dozen fucking times. You're right. If they wanted to make this happen. Keep jumping. Keep doing dumb shit. I love a slow build. I'm all about that. Yeah. Story. There's too many damn pay-per-views. Three weeks of shit, and then it goes over. Three weeks of shit, and then it goes over. This would have been great, except they've already been in the ring together. Who cares about the shenanigans? We've already seen it. Right. I put right. enough value in the actual match that I care enough. Like, for me, everything leads to a match for me. 
I watch right. wrestling is more of more the sport for me than it is the entertainment. Like, this Man. is the kind of fan. So the match is so important. I mean, the entertainment's oh, great, too. Don't get me wrong. I need the both. Sport, I'm, I'm excited. Like, this is a WrestleMania match. I consider it a big deal. This is a possible, a possible big fight. Well, there's not going to be a big fight field. There's no, no. fucking fans. No. But if the fans were there, especially with how I feel over Owens, Owens has been, you had a possible big fight feel for a mid-card match, which is really good. I, I'll tell you right now, when I was talking before about how you could just watch pay-per-views, when we were at Elimination Chamber, outside of Taker, my favorite part of the freaking night was Kevin Owens coming in from the crowd with the fucking popcorn. popcorn. And that, oh, yeah. That's my lasting image from that freaking show. Right. It's yep. Taker and that. Those are my lasting. So just from that alone, I'm excited to know that that, that, that somewhere down the line, these two are still going to fight. And I'm okay with having to wait till Mania. It's a shame they couldn't do it in front of people. Right. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, so... One facet of this feud that's been really unique in this case, but overused elsewhere, has been Seth Rollins' promo about Kevin Owens coming from the Indies, coming to NXT. He made NXT. He didn't have a performance center. He made the performance center. Now, it's one thing when it's a WWE guy doing that to an indie guy. Right. But both these guys got their had their calling in Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and they ju- they missed each other in NXT, but they both prospered in NXT, and they both prospered in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is li- literally one of the matches I'm looking forward to most. I've met them both, but I feel that they're going to have one of the most like ring of honor indie WWE mm-hmm. matches ever. It's- and it's a shame that it's not in, it's not in front of fans, but I do think we're getting Owens going over. Owens de- deserves his mania moment mm-hmm. and Rollins brought up his track record. So we know Kevin Owens is shooting, right. fighting, stunning to prove that wrong. And I think this is where we'll see an elevation of both of them. Owens, hopefully through the win, and Rollins through the loss to the main title. Or to one of them, like vice versa, they could literally fit into either the single person's title. But this is literally a match given to us by the wrestling gods. So I don't care if it's in in the backyard with no fans. I don't care if it has production value. These two are going to throw down, and we will all be the better for it. Huh. Okay. They have to throw down. They have to in order for this match to work because you can't waste – if Owens is going to win, you can't waste Owens. He doesn't have an empty crowd. So he's going to win this this big match at Mania in front of an empty crowd. It has to be this great, memorable match that people will keep tuning back to on the network to see that time at Owens put it together at Mania. Because if you do it in just some quick bullshit sort of match, it's already you already got to work it against you. There's no fans, so you're not gonna you gotta you gotta try your best to make up for that, and you can't make up for that with a real shitty short match. It's got to be like Dave said, a great 
indie style match where these guys can do what they do best and not have to worry about you know anything else. And if you're gonna only if you're gonna split the show in half, they should have time. Right. Go ahead. Over the past couple of weeks. Kevin Owens has shown that the no crowd works for him, man. His matches have been the most entertaining parts right. of the no audience. Mm-hmm. Well, we said the indie, the guys who have experience on the indies are going to do talk. better than no crowd because they can talk, but they're also used to playing in front of next to nobody, performing in front of next right. to nobody. Yeah. We're used yeah. to performing in half empty high school gymnasiums and half empty VFW halls, or mm-hmm. even if those VFW halls are full, it's still what? 60 to 60 to 80, 60 to 100 people. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know? Well, I mean, K- KO had the experience in PWG. We can all remember the clip of Rollins doing the standing moonsault off the fat, the fat guy by ringside. Like they're, they're yeah. both, in, they're both indie bread. They're both indie bread. And this is one of the first times I think the no crowd is going to benefit to them because they're used to, their in-ring work making the match. So it's almost as if they're going back to their element and they're probably going to be getting a very lax uh, direction from Gorilla. They're probably being told, use this time. And as Doc just said, with 16 matches, you figure eight and eight, you got time where this can go be a 25, 30 minute match. Right. So, you know, I, I want to touch on that real quick, Dave. You're talking about the in, in-ring performance is really going to help to make the match. And I agree with Kevin Owens and Rollins. That's really going to help us both of their in-ring skills, you know, one-on-one. Another match, though, it's going to really showcase because of their in-ring skills is going to be the NXT Women's Championship match with Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. This match... Even though it would be great to see it in front of a crowd of 70, 80, 90,000 people, these, these two women don't need a crowd. These two are still going to throw down in whatever venue they end up in. Uh, I want to go to you, Smarky, on uh, the Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair match. Who is leaving with the NXT women's title? Do you want to know who I want to leave with it, or do you want to know who is probably going to leave with it? Tell us both. Tell us what your thoughts are. Okay. Um, The answer is the same for both. Rhea is going to beat Charlotte. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nice. Yes. Do do we? I think we all here in this room agree that Rhea is probably going to win and retain her title, right? No. Nope. No. 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 Because Dan Haas, Doc Haas, Mister Dan here is a huge. He's the one who got me into Flair back in the day. So anything that has to do with Flair, he's going to go for he's Flair. Go, of course. All right, because it's not fair to Flair. Now I, I usually, I usually uh, pick Becky over the Queen, but the Queen will undoubtedly add to her legacy, her WrestleMania legacy, that includes uh, um, defeating Oscar. That includes the, I'm forgetting what was the triple threat. Yeah. Oh my God. And I I also called the Asuka and won a WrestleMania pool because I was the only person that could predict that Charlotte was the only person that could ever end Asuka's win streak. She was the only wrestler that could ever have ended it ever at that time. That's why I knew Asuka was winning. And Charlotte is totally going to beat Rhea Ripley. She is totally going to become the NXT champion. And she's going to hold that fucking belt. Hostage. She's Wade holding it. Hostage. Let's go. Come at me. Oh, man. All right. 
Wait, go ahead, go ahead. But fuck Flair at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, come at me, baby. Yo, listen, I love Charlotte as much as anybody, but she's like her fucking dad now. She doesn't need a goddamn belt to get over. She's going to do what her dad has done for Sting, for even Mm -hmm. Luger. She's going to do the right thing and put Rhea the fuck over. Rick Flair Mm -hmm. did that shit when he was like like 40-something years old. Charlotte's like my age. Charlotte has a different mentality. He, unless booking says, no, Charlotte, you know what? We're going to give you the NXT title because we want to try to put some cred on the brand, even though I don't know why the cred, the brand needs any cred. It has it already. Mm -hmm. Charlotte Flair winning that title kills any momentum Rhea has built in the past four months. Agreed. You are going to kill but that girl's career before like, it even gets what, to that 20? point. She's like 22 years old. She needs Understandable that. She, she's young. She's got 20 years of wrestling in front killed of her. by big names. How many Why young talents have been killed by but big I names? I don't think it's going to bury Rhea. Rhea can still go and kick everybody else's ass. Nope. They can even extend. They, they can do this. But you tell me they can't do this match again if Charlotte wins. No, the flare stigmata. I'm gonna put put it on put it on her like that. Dude. If you have that belt taken off of Rhea Ripley, it is going to fuck her yeah. up in the long run. Well, yep. wouldn't that be a downgrade for Charlotte going back exactly. to the NXT yep. Women's no, Title? Is it a downgrade? Oh, shit. NXT's no, the best no. brand. We all know NXT's the uh, best no, show. It's not. Look, look at, look at um, oh my God, look at Finn Balor, man. That's Finn not downgrade. It's because Finn wasn't doing anything. Finn asked to go down there, if I remember correctly. They weren't doing anything with him on the main roster. He was doing nothing on the roster. Charlotte's the queen of the roster. Her going down is way different than Balor. Balor went home. Charlotte graduated hard. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. NXT will attract even more fans, and they're drawing already because of her last name. Well, 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 guys, uh, I did not uh, think I did no. not think this is the match we were going to argue about. <laughs> I think a lot of real NXT fans will turn it off if they bring Charlotte down to rule. I, 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 I don't think so. Charlotte was NXT long before any of these girls. Exactly. But the new crop of NXT fans that have been around since NXT went on TV and even just before that, they don't want main roster people coming down. They want that indie feel. Charlotte right. kills that. She's a flare. I disagree <laughs> with that. No way. No way. No, no. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I agree to disagree. And now I've been uninvited back. <laughs> go, go, ahead, <laughs> Dave, go, ahead, go ahead, bro. Okay. So, so I, I, I'm not going to say my prediction for the match, but I, I want to pose a question first. Don't forget, the winner of this is slated to face the winner of the yet-to-be-broadcast women's ladder match. Right. Right. Who, who just last night we had Dakota Kai become the sixth woman. So we now have Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, Io Shirai, Chelsea Green. Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Green. My girl. And who was the other one? Mia Yim. Mia Yim. And Mia Yim. Now, just thinking the winner faces that, I would want it to be Charlotte. 
But I agree that Charlotte winning destroys all the momentum Rhea had. I think pause, it hurts. Pause, 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 pause. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want everyone out there to know that Dusty Dave is absolutely the voice of reason on this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so, well, wait, uh, you have to elaborate now and tell us why. Why is he the voice yeah. of reason? Okay. I'm okay. sorry. He had he has very, very non-Mark Smart views on all this. Am I wrong? Charlotte Flair uh, is the most unmarked view ever. Yeah. But like, but like, Whatever. all right, where does Bianca Belair fit into all this? Does she interfere right. and prevent oh. Charlotte from winning? Oh, I never oh, forgot oh, about it. Or did she prevent Rhea? Because mm-hmm. she's not in that women's ladder match, right, and right, we all right. know she's the EST, yeah. so let her be the EST. Mm-hmm. What if she pre- why? What if she prevents Rhea and then she and she that's continues a feud with Rhea and then makes that that's still a big thing? They put that's what I'm saying. That, that's how you let Charlotte get over if you wanted to. You let Bianca, right. you know, screw up her momentum. Dirty finish, yeah. Or you just don't do the predictable thing and do something unpredictable because it's also going to get people like the seven of us talking. And unpredictability is when wrestling's at its best. We all know that. Yep. So. Let's move on to the next match, guys. Uh, this match may or may not actually be on WrestleMania because it has not been announced by WWE if the match is even still going on. But it's the triple threat ladder match for the SmackDown Tag Titles, which is the one match that I was looking forward to probably the most because I'm just i a huge tag team uh, mark and I love ladder matches, especially at WrestleMania. It was going to be the Miz and Morrison, who are the current champs, taking on the Usos. Taking on the New Day, Big E and Kofi Kingston. But as reports have said over the past couple days, The Miz is sick and has been quarantined. Uh-huh. I have seen rumors that this is going to end up being a one-on-one ladder match. John Morrison versus one of the Usos. I don't know why that would be the case and why New Day would be taken out of the equation, period. Um, but it's kind of hard for us to predict anything on this match. Because we don't know... What's happening yet? So you can you uh, can th- just get. Ah, never mind. I think I at this point they could ju- they should just cut the SmackDown title match, yes. incorporate a smart thing. Yes. Yeah, incorporate yep. a last minute twenty four seven segment with the with Gronk winning the title. Uh, oh no! As a space oh, dude. Our truth has the coronavirus. Oh, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> How did you forget that? That happened once. That's right. I can't. You can't forget these things. But, I mean, that's just – anyone else have any takes on this? Or do we agree that this um, match should just not happen at that point? Should not happen. So, it, 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 it definitely shouldn't happen. Like, it's not only that one of the tag champs is being removed. They're removing three people. So, a full yep. team and one of the tag champs. If they want to still do this match, do it for one of the first SmackDowns after – after this, I'm right. sorry. One more, yes, Morrison will be getting a new generation mania moment, but it's not necessary, and it right. it takes away and it devolves the feud rather than helps them move forward. It right. brings them back. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming this is going to be similar to how. Roman Reigns thing is going that we're finding out 
why a team's being removed and we're just getting the one-on-one. But if they're going to go the one-on-one, just don't put the titles on the line. Right. Agreed. Okay. Go ahead, Matty. You, you had your hand up? It, it, if, it, if it goes one-on-one, Morrison needs a strong win. He came back. Lots of fanfare. They threw him together with the mid. They gave him the titles. Don't get me wrong. Fantastic. But give Morrison that strong win okay. if it happens. Okay. I agree. Okay. It should not all happen right. at all. Scrap it. Scrap it all together. But all if right. they go forward, give Morrison the big finish, clean pin, middle of the ring, done. Right. Now, uh, on the same topic of us being unsure if the match is even going to happen, we know that one match is going to happen. We just don't know who the second contestant is going to be in the match. That's the Universal Championship match. Goldberg, who was supposed to take on Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns has gone live and told all of the fans that he is uh, just taking care of himself and quarantining himself uh, because, you know, because we know of the... Um, why can't I think of the word, Jeff? You said okay. amino compromise. Amino, amino, amino compromise. You know, because of his uh, of him beating cancer. You know, within the past year or so. So it's like that's the smartest thing for him. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. But we don't know now who it's going to be. Everyone is saying Braun Strowman. Strowman rumblings. Uh, yeah. Do you think that's, so? Those are just the rumblings. That's it's it's. It's just what pops up on my clickbait feed. Why, why don't we oh. just throw <laughs> the original bro into the mix Bruh. and have That's him what, take on I said that offline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, what if we uh, threw Doink the Clown in the mix? Dude, he's dead. So, he's dead. Well, what what another Doink? Fucking Doink the Clown. He used to live Yo, right bro. up here by me. <laughs> Give us Here's, here's an idea that I had. I don't know if it'll necessarily work. And also... For anyone listening on this, if anybody criticizes Roman for backing out, like I'm not going to entertain that idea. No, no. Um, you absolutely no. shouldn't. The man Pure had cancer. Asshole. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's guy a doesn't want to work. Guy doesn't want to work. That's his own decision. That's cool. Understandable. Exactly. 100%. Also, the man um, had fucking cancer. To follow that up, and yes, everyone knows I'm a big right, Roman I'm mark, d- but to follow that up, what I think they should do is you have The Fiend go over with John Cena on night one, and then you have The Fiend in it again and beat Goldberg. Oh, dude. For the belt back. Yes. And, and you know what? Oh, yes. On that note, on that, note yes. that that is oh. perfect booking because the fucking story Damn. writes itself. But, exactly. but wait, but now DFDC, where do we go from there? We all know that when The Fiend had the universal title, it wasn't about him being the champ. The, cha- the title was a prop for him. The title, the title is always a prop. The, fiend. the title so, is always a prop. Yeah, that's what's good, and that it's especially good for someone like Bray. I feel to have as a prop. I mean, it's just like almost he's holding it hostage for people right, who yeah. actually want it. Okay, oh. and you the know, thing what? Is, at that point, there's a number of options of where it could go after that. The thing is with Bray, you know, if you look at the development that he's gone through since mm-hmm. the Firefly Funhouse and when that was incepted, now he's just in a dark match and he he goes over. That's how powerful Bray Wyatt has become in terms of like kayfabe in the lore of WWE. So, you know, if you want to get the fans back behind you, especially after, you know, all this BS with the virus and everything, what a better way to have him not only complete that story, complete that circle that he said with John Cena and then go on to have that rematch from Saudi immediately and, Correct history, so is it, you know, correct right. the, you know, 
And yeah, so that's what I think. I really like that idea. I I never thought about it like that. And that actually works too perfect. And we all know what happens to us fans when some when a storyline works out too perfect. Mm-hmm. But oh my god. I, I I want that so much now. Like it sucks that Blood Money took the title away from Bray. It really does. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, blood money. Yep. But, I mean, like, should we not get that perfect scenario, which, let's be serious, will most likely be the case. I wish they would go with Matt Riddle, even though, let's be serious, I love Riddle, I met Riddle, but... He, He won't go over. He won't be given a mania moment because he's literally doing what he's told not to not do. To do. Yep. The most, the most he, distant. He, he's still distant. calling out Brock Lesnar. He's still calling out Goldberg. Yep. When, as of right now, his WWE uh, track record is one half of the 2020 Dusty. Dusty Rose Classic Mm -hmm. and Tag Team Champions. Yep. And if anyone can do it, it's Riddle, but you you know you have to pay your dues and just calling people out on Twitter isn't going to do it. So I can't see Vince letting him anywhere near Mania anytime soon. Yeah, there's not the most distant Rick Sanchez universe that would ever have (laughs) Matt Riddle (laughs) in that main event. I, I mean, maybe that one where, like, the newscaster and, like, the other newscaster are, like, twins of each other, but their faces are more, like, <laughs> Right. Like, it might be one of those universes, but... No. There's that one Squatch universe that would ever have a Squatchy yeah. champion. Squatch. Like, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I heard... I. We've all heard the rumors breaking our clickbait of Braun Strowman. Now, the question I have is, did they just give Goldberg the title in Saudi for Reigns to go over at Mania? Yep. Yes, that way way Reigns does not get booed out of a main event at Mania. That's the whole plan. If that was their plan... Do you honestly see, I have to think they convinced Goldberg to stay on as champion with a offseason, maybe for a month, month and a half, and for Roman and Goldberg to have the match at SummerSlam in Boston. So, regardless of how this match goes, people are going to be pissed because Goldberg's going to go over. Yeah. I think you're right. I think unless what like what Jeff said and and uh, the fiend, uh, the fiend versus Cena is a separate night than the Goldberg match, or even if it's the same night and the fiend ends up going against him, the only way I could see the Goldberg leaving Mania not the champ is if the fiend gets entered. If it's somebody else, Goldberg's leaving with that title so they can continue the storyline with him and Roman Reigns. Now another championship that I definitely. I feel very confidently is going to change hands, and I'm probably going to get some haters on here. 
It's the Raw Women's Title. <laughs> Becky Lynch is going what? to lose nah. the title to Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Stop! I okay, wait, yeah. wait. Since, since you agree with me, no. wait. Please, I want to hear your thoughts. Your take. Oh, way to play favorites! Wow. Yeah. Well, Doc, I, I never liked you anyway, so you know, there's no favorites oh here anyway. Is it the guitar? <laughs> it's, it's the beard, it's the hair, it's his voice, it's everything. All right, wait. Please go ahead. Gotta admit, that's my. Is that all you know how to play, so bro? Far. Take that. That's, That's the hard one. It's the Rockers, bro. Wow. It's the fucking ultimate warrior. Warrior, homie. I was fucking wow. right? Yo, Doc, can, can we talk about uh, WrestleMania this year? Talk about Becky Lynch and uh, Shayna Baszler. On yeah. how Becky oh, Lynch is going that. to leave with her tail between her legs, titleless. Intercontinental champion and the world champion of WrestleMania 6. Greatest WrestleMania moment ever. I'm sorry. You could talk about Becky and... No, no, please, Doc. I want to get your take. Is you, you, you seem to not agree with me that Becky is going to uh, lose her title this weekend. Once again, I'm also going to go with the short thing is Becky Lynch, and I think they're going to take the short situation, which is the smart move to do because we're not even sure if there's going to be TV for a while. So, who would you rather have your title on? The person Shana. who's been your champion here? Nah. Or the person who might be good enough to be champion on Raw right now, who might be better than Becky Lynch at professional wrestling. I think Becky mm. wins this match. I think she uh, wins and she just keeps on moving into the new year. And I think this title reign she has is going to wind up being historic. It was one in historic circumstances and it will be lost under historic circumstances. Okay. Okay, I'm please gonna, wait. Go ahead. Becky has not had the greatest run with that belt. Right. It's the the contenders she's had since she's been champion are very. Eh. Nah. The only okay. person we had out, out of that was Charlotte. Okay. Asuka. Asuka. Sasha. Asuka. Sasha. Asuka. Uh, Sasha and okay. I disagree with you here. I think her title reign's been fine, but I'll be devil's advocate. If her title reign hasn't been as great as you would have liked it to have been, why I think and Shayna is the formidable challenger you've really wanted her to face, why does she deserve to have the title taken? I don't think she's done anything to deserve no. to not be champion in the slightest. And I just think it's better for the development of that title, the Raw Women's title, to continue to have a dominant champion. So uh, a Pete Dunn-like title reign, a, you know... Um, what's another good example? Not like a Hulk Hogan four-year title reign, but no. let's just, oh, just say what Pete Dunne. That's a good example. Dominant. That's a good example. You said you said dominant, and you and and Shayna Baszler didn't come out of your mouth. Shayna oh. Baszler was the most dominant NXT Ooh. Women's Champion Agreed. in history. Becky Lynch is the only two times. Becky Lynch. The only two Becky Lynch is the most. Becky Lynch might be the most dominant Raw champion in history. I love Becky. Becky. The man. She's more of a chase person. Yeah. Becky is better suited going after a title. I think she can do it happy. all. I think she's excellent at doing it all, and I think she's the class of the fucking of the division. Hmm. A division. Well, you rap. Well, when you put glitter on shit, the, it's still. Oh, piece of shit, right? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Wow. 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 All right, all right, all right. 
Enough the about Becky the bashing. I'm not bashing Becky. We're not talking about the AEW women's division. We're talking about the WWE women's division. The only thing WWE does better than AEW. You cannot sit here and tell me that the WWE women's division is shit. Absolutely not. I would the raw side of it. The raw side of it. Name all the contenders on that on that raw side. Wait, can can we just give the title to Ruby Riot? Thank you, thank you, Ruby Riot. Yes. Give it a lid. Here's the thing with Becky though. Let's go ahead, And and yes, I'm a Becky Mark, probably bigger than a Roman Mark. So keep that in mind. But wow, really? Becky is. Oh yeah, absolutely. The thing with Becky is though, you know, it's what's incredible is she's been able to establish her character, establish her. You know, her commonwealth with the WWE universe on Twitter. That's where it was started on Twitter, which is why even if you look back to uh, Money in the Bank in Chicago from a few years ago, you hear me screaming for Becky for my head off because it's that steampunk. Becky is that steampunk that, you know, that that Irish luck that never gives up. So you was that steampunk. Lane. She right, was, she was. They still hit the smoke machine. Or, I mean, she was also the, um, when she had the... Um, what the, dancing, the, uh, the Irish last kicker and she had like the the, the Inuit um, you know gimmick also when she came out of the with the, the cape thing right right, yeah. right. It's a good um, thing yeah. she's evolved that's a good thing yeah. exactly good characters evolve that's a good thing Becky Lynch I think you know the thing is she had her WrestleMania moment and became Becky Two Belts against Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair right so like. She beat both of them in the same night. Like, where else is she going to go from this? Like you said, you know, Charlotte, and I will say this. You said Charlotte doesn't need a belt. Becky doesn't need the belt. But if she's going to lose the belt, it's not going to be to an empty crowd against Shayna Baszler. It's just not going to be. That does nothing for Shayna. Exactly. And people don't really... People, what people on the main roster know Shayna Baszler because she bit Becky's neck and because she was dominated at Chamber, which we all knew she was going to be dominated at Chamber. And in the Rumble. And in the Rumble. Yeah. But that's it, though. But does it mean she needs to be world champion now? Why can't she keep building it for another year or two years and fucking earn it like every other wrestler in the past you know, had to do? Look at what took Kofi Kingston. You can't tell me it wasn't worth it. Oh, that's an anomaly. Uh, Come on. Uh, 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 point of interest, <laughs> Shayna Baszler is older than Ronda Rousey. Very true. Yep. Shayna ba- Baszler left MMA late and joined WWE late. She has a shorter career than, say, Ronda Rousey will, even with her desire to start a family, Becky Lynch, and all the... WWE four horsewomen. Shayna Baszler is already a step behind that. And I think that's why they gave her the two reigns as NXT champion and the longest reign. Now, I'm not saying Becky's boring, but I do I I do think with the way we got to this point, Becky came in the rumble. Unified the titles to drop the SmackDown to Bailey from Money in the Bank, but the Raw title was won in that match from Ronda Rousey. It literally makes sense for this to come full circle to 
Shayna Baszler. And with Shayna Baszler in this match, who held her in NXT? Shafir and Duke. Who could we get returning to cause a distraction? Ronda fucking Rousey. And that, my friends, is how you draw eyes to the product. No, if you're going to freaking bring it full circle, have Becky bring it full circle against Ronda Rousey. Exactly. Not, fucking, not Ronda Rousey's Arn Anderson. Exactly. Wow. Hey, Arn Anderson wow. got a great friend. Wow. Don't you disrespect Arn Anderson okay. like that. <laughs> okay. Wow. What? Disrespect? You're the one that's telling me that Shayna Baszler is good enough to win the title off Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. She is, because then you could play with the Shayna Ronda feud and say, I did something you can't. I beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. We're not ready for Shayna Ronda yet. That's years down the line. Come on. No, I say SummerSlam. Because they're pushing the Stone Cold connection too hard. They're not going to let her take a big loss right now. Yeah, she shows up on Raw in a friggin' monster truck. Come on. Yo, Uh, how much did they? Monster truck. Yo, that's written all over. And watch, she does like a small entrance at the Performance Center on an ATV with the Becky Lynch flag. And then I'm just like, yeah, you're Stone Cold. Fine. They spent a fortune on that truck for Mania, and they're like, fuck it, we're going to use it four times. Oh, dude, why not? It's just one air production trucks. Bones. They still spent the money to have that shit painted. Remember, right? Remember last year when we were talking about, when we first started a podcast, we were talking about how it was setting up work. Becky could be like the next this generation's Austin, yeah. and Ronda could be this generation's Triple H, yep. and and Charlotte could be this generation's Rock or whatever whatever comparisons you want to. What did those wrestlers all never do at WrestleMania unless they were facing each other? Lose. They never lost. Or the under or or the Undertaker or right. the Undertaker. Right. He never no. lost yeah. at WrestleMania. Right. And so if you're gonna build them. You're, You're right. going to build them to be the top stars of the company. They need to fucking win at WrestleMania. Yep, right. the man's not taking an L at Mania. Nope. Exactly. Well, She's the man. Well, not in an empty well, crowd. There's nothing for okay. Shayna for her to win. Okay. Nothing for I have one more question to present. Then you have Shayna's showing at Survivor Series go down the drain. Shayna's no, showing don't. at Royal Rumble. Down the drain, like it, 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 no way, no. Because she can go back to short. NXT. She can go back to NXT and still be that dominant. She took out what? Right. That's the best. What does she need to go to NXT for? She did all she like, could uh, there. Right, but other uh, people are going I, back. The main. Oh, I have no clue. I, I I think Shayna's winning this, but unfortunately, this match. I think most of this, the Roman match and one match that we still have coming are suffering most from the no crowd. Yep. That's going to make a difference. Yeah, in a that's going to be outcomes. a problem when you have, there's a, no heat with no put, fans. Yeah. And right. you're trying to put a young and up and coming, well, not young, an up and coming <laughs> wrestler over. She's not young, obviously. And uh, the Shane is age argument. At, mm. When I'm booking a show, when I'm booking a show, oh no. Oh, oh no. Was again good. We didn't want to listen to you anyway. Said her age is not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> She's 30. Yo, yo, point of information she is 39 years old. Okay. She's and? She's been in the wrestling business for 
two and a half, three years. After an MMA career like she did have, even though it wasn't in UFC, I don't see her having one of these extended careers that, say, Brock Lesnar has or... I'm not looking for Brock Lesnar. Give me AJ Styles. Yeah, they not yeah. even AJ's still a flyer, man. No, no, she I mean, can he's an she can grapple, he's she, an she right. can play for years working smart. She doesn't have to do suicide dives. She doesn't have to come off the top rope. She's a right. grappler and an ass kicker. She's got another ten years. Right, and, and so give me the AJ Styles trajectory for her. They didn't, he didn't show up, and they just gave him the title right away. No, nah, man, he didn't here. He he, had, he he held championships. In wrestling, in Impact, in Ring of Honor, and in New Japan. That doesn't matter in WWE world. They don't acknowledge those things. They don't even talk about it. They talk Which about IWGP. Disgusting. They do. <laughs> Come on. It, they do. Uh, 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 we should probably move on to the next match because okay, I think we're on. all going to get frustrated <laughs> in this back and forth. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, yeah, it's I getting, it's getting shiny again, huh? I do appreciate this discussion we're having. Right. I love well, you all. Let, let's st- love you too, Dave. Yeah, you, you Let, guys are my new family. Let, let's stay on the topic of, of the phenomenal AJ Styles. The phenomenal AJ Styles is going to have the match of his career at WrestleMania 36 yeah. against oh, the Phenom, oh, Undertaker. Not in a graveyard, not in a buried alive match, but a boneyard match. What's that shadowy area over there? It's like Bones Yard. Remember? Get it? Bones? Wait, Bones wait, Yard. Wait, you coming to your front yard? I'm coming to visit oh. you, man. I'm watching WrestleMania from the window of my car, bro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you guys can see my shirt locally. This yeah. is like a SmackDown shirt that I got with like my, my loot crate. But... We can all agree that there are certain matches outside of championship matches that when you are inserted in one, you have the company behind your back and you have fortune in your favor. And that's a match against the McMahon and a match against The Undertaker. You're right. You're right. Now, The Undertaker doesn't have to worry anymore about the streak being lost he lost it at 30. He doesn't have to worry about the retirement match. That should have been <laughs> 33. But from what I heard, Undertaker is the one who asked for this match. What? No. He did. Interesting. Yeah, he asked yeah, for every match, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he, he picks his own place. This, yeah. this must be nice. match with AJ Styles he considers AJ Styles this generation, our generation's Shawn Michaels. Couldn't agree more. Agree. Screw now, that. Screw that. Shawn Michaels was that generation's AJ Styles. Oh, oh, okay. Now, the Boneyard match stipulation, it kind of bothers me, but I can understand it. I think it's going to be a buried alive match, but with what's going on, there's Staring away from like the death, the verbiage. Yeah. That's all. I, I think there's, I think there's some safety. I think with the the yes. on-site match, they can do editing. They're gonna make Taker look like a fucking monster again. Yep. 
It doesn't matter if AJ takes an L at all. AJ is, I, I hate to, to steal other people's phrases, AJ's Teflon, man. He can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a belt. He doesn't need a win. Right. AJ well, can carry a match. AJ can call a match. AJ can play a match. Undertaker plays his hits, a couple of quick edits, and everybody looks like a million fucking dollars. It's not going to be a squash. They fuck something up, they can fucking retape it. That's what I'm saying. They can edit it. It's not going to be a squash. This is going to be a phenomenal match. No pun intended. Um, AJ Styles doesn't have to win this, but AJ Styles is going to go out in a fucking blaze of glory he's yep. gonna look strong he now, going and now here, here's, here's my i think is going to that's why i don't know it's just a location match in a graveyard or for getting a buried alive match right. if it's not a buried alive match i could see undertaker giving the nod and then special effects happen to AJ Styles because Undertaker doesn't just do a match with anyone and mind you Undertaker's from WWE's old school and he asked for a match with a non-WWE seed so you know he's he's going to give the nod if it's not in losing to Styles it's going to be the after the match picking him up and giving him the or something like that. You can't give him the acknowledgement because of the I, club. I got I got yeah. two points on this. Two points real quick. One is you just said it. You just said it. They're bringing the club. He told them to bring the club. Now he, AJ AJ's going to bring him. That's fine. Everybody wants to know who Taker's going to bring. My, my wife looked at me and she's like, it's obvious. It's Kane. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Kane. Oh, oh, wait, hey, wait, hey, wait. That's- we have Corona going on. Is Mayor Glenn Jacobs leaving oh, his town yeah. to go perform for a whole weekend? And he doesn't just run a town. He runs a city, man. He runs like a, a but, decent. No, no, no. He, he runs a he runs a, a county. county. Right. He runs a county. He's the mayor of entirety, the entirety of, of Knox of County counties. is not. Yeah, 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 yeah. But here's here's my second yeah. point, real quick. And okay, no, you're flapping hard. Get in. No, there, go, huh? Matt. Go, Matty G. No, go, no, no, no. Go. If it goes with that, because my point makes a hard left. What Get if in. instead of Glenn Jacobs, it's Percy's kids? What if he brings Paul oh, Bear's Percy kids? Pringle? Oh my uh, God! Wow. See, now here's the thing, man. Wow. How many people Ooh, outside the seven of us and maybe fifteen others are gonna know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. If they're, yeah. they're, if they're dressed like Paul. If they're dressed like Paul Bear, who fucking cares? So you're just saying you're just saying two stoic motherfuckers hanging out, and then they'll just be okay. like, "Oh yes, take the lid off the earth." <laughs> then Undertaker gets his comeback button hit. Then he does the last ride, picks him back up. Oh yes. I got a better idea. But here's point, here's point idea. two, real quick. Go ahead, man. AJ's been snarky as fuck. He's been total heel. Everything you, is great. What if Boneyard Double turn. means like junkyard or something and he pulls a fast one and it's not, oh. it's not a cemetery? What if it's like a street fight? Motherfucker, like picking up JYD shows up. JYD's dead. JYD. I know he is. Hey, if Boneyard Junkyard, man. No, no the Taker's there. He can raise him from the grave. But what if, what if AJ Styles pulls a 180 on him and he says, I said Boneyard. 
not graveyard. Oh, go, go ahead, Wade. Go ahead. I'm going to just pull from Bones. It's not going to be The Undertaker. It's going to be American Badass Undertaker. It's going to be a street fight. The way he's not talking, he's not doing the... Because you know when Undertaker speaks, there's more of a... He let a little of the country in there last week. He let that country boy come out. That sounds like American Badass. Agreed. So I'm going to take the Boneyard point... And it's going to be in a street fight. It's going to be a pure street fight. You're right. And, and Motorcycle right. pieces everywhere yeah. and shit. And they even made a reference to American Badass on backstage this week. I was watching that. But I think it was Renee or Paige said, uh, Come on, he last. Seemed, he seemed like American Badass Undertaker. Like, why would they say that on a WWE programming if it's not going to, if it might not happen? I mean, lest they had Kid oh, Rock go in the last. Lest we forget, lest we forget at Raw at the Manhattan Center, he put the coat and the hat in the middle of the ring and walked out. Yeah. And he did that at 33. Lest we forget. They brought the. This is ridiculous. Yeah. You know what's the saddest thing about this? Wait, the saddest thing about this is, but it's actually a bonus for us. This is going to be the shortest Undertaker entrance of all time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm so happy. That is not, not a bonus. The Undertaker's best part is that the contract was literally five seconds. I thought mm. it had like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. I missed the whole thing. I wanted to take a piss. I came back. The segment's <laughs> over. That ramp was phenomenal. <laughs> Nobody's, nobody's thinking. I don't think anybody's thinking big picture here because, once again, you're all wrong. Okay? Ooh. <laughs> all uh, we can't all be wrong. I thought, I, I'm pretty sure. It sounds like everybody thinks Taker's going to win this match. You're all telling wrong. me AJ Styles is going to beat him in, in, in a gimmick match like this is right up Stop. the alley, right? Stop. First of all, <laughs> you know, it's not right up his alley. No one knows what a boneyard match is. You don't know whose fucking alley it's up. So I let's get that you. out of the it's the dark, shady area in the de- in the in the savannah where Simba lives. That was an elephant graveyard. It's a boneyard, it motherfucker. Graveyard. I like the idea of being in a bone front yard much better. What is wait? What is the most surprising moment? In the history of WrestleMania. Undertaker's streak being oh, broken by Brock. That time the fucking Undertaker lost. You're right. You know, who's giving a shit about WrestleMania right now? Wait, do you mean Not the first time people. or second time What's he lost gonna, to WrestleMania? When he lost to Roman, who gives a shit? I'm sorry, that's yeah. Roman. I'm sorry, that's Roman. Okay. To, to Brock, to Brock, to Brock, to Brock, to Brock. Oh, but I'm saying diminishing returns. Yeah. No, but I'm saying because but Roman, Roman wasn't the right guy. We all know Roman wasn't the right guy for that at that right. moment. At we that all moment, know he came back. No, he didn't ask for right. that. He didn't ask so, for that. Right. Okay. Now, no, no, we're gonna have a hard time getting eyes on WrestleMania. What's gonna get people's eyes on that replay on WWE Network? Maybe the AJ fucking Undertaker, maybe the Undertaker losing again to someone like AJ Styles. Which I think makes way more sense right now than the Undertaker winning this match. The Undertaker doesn't need to win this match. I think this match, AJ Styles wins this match, and this cements his legacy as a legend. I, I, mean, I could easily see that, and I it could it could go either way, and I could see Mark Calloway wanting to give the rub to AJ Styles for AJ Styles' perseverance to get to WWE, mimicking. Taker's perseverance to stay in WWE. Yeah, but I, I don't. I think that's more Vince than him. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I could easily see Taker give the rub 
Mm-hmm. Two styles for the likeness of Shawn Michaels, but I think I'm being yes. hailed as talking too much, so I apologize. No, no, no. Here's no, why you're not you're being no, no, you're not at all. No, Here's why no you we, we ignore Bones all the time. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> if, Go ahead, Jeff. Taker gives AJ the rub because AJ was just named the professional wrestler of the decade. So yeah. what better way right. to cap off that decade of dominance okay. than beating The Undertaker? Does The Undertaker walk away after an L? Mm, the Undertaker is what he should do because so, there's no because there's no um, audience. Let them film it in a way that he like evaporates, like he disappears. You know, let him make it like how like uh, like Kylo Ren. You know, went I to di- I disagree. You want to know how I think they do something similar to Rock Hogan? Cena oh. a year in advance. I would like to see after the match, just randomly somewhere in the rest of the night, take her call out Sting year from now. Oh, yes. oh, thank, thank you. you. No. Thank you. Is, is, is anybody else pissed off that they keep calling Goldberg the icon? Yep. Yes. 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 All right. Thank you. Yes. I've met Sting twice. I've met him as Crow Sting and I met him as Americana Sting. Mm. And yo, I'm sorry. He's the, the fucking cast? icon. It's not Goldberg. But yeah, nope. Tony Schiavone's furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he would come out of retirement from injury right. due to Seth Rollins. Just to face the Undertaker, and the Undertaker has been on board with this. Mm-hmm. So it's just WWE. It's just Vincent right. Kennedy McMahon and Paul Levesque. Yep. Could you imagine if that was this year? Ugh. Right. Oh, it oh, should oh. Be done. Right there. Year. Right there. I automatically care a thousand percent more. Yep. Everyone yeah. does. And it's not even for the match. It's just for that that face-to-face that we've been wanting to and see for all these years. They would have been you able know? to sell the pay-per-view rights to ESPN or Fight TV. And then Fight's already taken. Money. Yeah. For which match? I lost you guys for a second. Sting and Taker. Sting Taker. Oh, no one cares about that. <laughs> no, Sting and Taker. Oh, that match still. See, he didn't lose us. He just wanted the setup. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> If they you, did Sting Taker, you were gonna not tune in. Bullshit! You want that match too, and we all know. I'm gonna tune in because it's WrestleMania. I'm a wrestling fan, but if I'm someone who's not a wrestling fan, I am a wrestling fan. Said, if I'm somebody not, who's not a wrestling fan, right? The, the Sting Taker is not drawing me into it doesn't WrestleMania. Doesn't mean as much to them. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. There it, is, I, they're, they're working on the people that they've lost. You're right. And just like they're doing in this next match I want to touch on, which is probably the best built match leading up to WrestleMania. It's the last man standing match, the return of Edge versus Mr. RKO himself, Randy Orton. Wade, you have your hand raised. Please, you go first, my brother. I want to say, first of all, it's a blessing in disguise. AJ Styles got injured because the match we were going to get involving them mm-hmm. i'd have been very disappointed it well, was supposed to be it was supposed to be if aj had not gotten injured a six-man tag C versus rated rko and the undertaker that's what we were Whoa. supposed Whoa. to get really Wait, like, say, that, that's say that again terrible if aj hadn't gotten injured when at the rumble okay 
Oh, the package. You're supposed to get a six-man tag or a two-on-three. That's like pineapple on pizza. It's things oh. everybody likes. But oh, not that would be awful. Yep. Yeah, that, that would be awful. Likes, but not together. <laughs> it would have been rated RKO versus the OC or Undertaker rated RKO versus the OC. Interesting. Who would do that? The wrestling gods played a little game with us and said, listen, I'm going to switch things up a little bit. And huh. I am so grateful for it, but I'm so excited because this has been the most well-built match. Yeah. Randy Orton, as much as everyone says he's bland and vanilla and he's no, going no through way. the bullshit with everything. He's no snake, he's snake second coming. Randy Orton detractors where they say everything he does, he goes through the motion. It's nope. like he doesn't care. It's like he's not. It's the little things Randy Orton does that make me like him. He's intense. He's crisp. He's mm-hmm. clean. Yeah. He knows where the camera is without mugging for it. He huh. doesn't. They, they always use that stupid fucking no wasted move thing. That's Randy, bro. Yeah. Everything he does makes a difference. And thanks to him, uh, 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 Damascus has a new vessel. And. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The most important thing, Randy Orton has what you would call a true impact finisher. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. That you can hit at any time, and it gets the crowd going freaking batshit, and you can hit it instantly. And it's over you can hit a, great, a great finish. A great finisher can be hit instantly. Not you climbing don't... the top turnbuckle, nope. not setting it up first, where you stand up and you freaking whack them with it. I, I I love the one two three for the claymore now because it gets everybody involved. Yep. But it's got to be set up forever. The RKO just happens. Just happens out of nowhere. Yep. Right. I wasn't yeah. gonna go there, but yes. So, but do we all agree that Edge is gonna take the the win on this one? I mean, it's his first yep. big match back. Yes, has to win it. Now, I don't want to say he has Randy to. Randy touched it. his wife, bro. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So exactly yeah. to honor his wife, Randy has to. Randy definitely has to, has to. I'm sorry, not Randy. Edge has to take the win, but, but, we could get swerved, and Randy can get the win, and they can still continue this feud, which I believe, which was the, the plan in the first place anyway. Nah. You know, like to continue nah. the feud, nah. give Randy nah. the win at Mania. No, no. no. You continue no. the feud if Edge wins. Yeah, You're Edge right? needs the W, man. Okay. And by the way, Beth took that RKO better than almost anybody's right? ever taken yes, it. Yes, she did. Like yep. yes, that was yes, the best RKO spell in so long. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I loved it. And I knew it was Hell coming. Yeah. And WWE finally pulled the trigger on a man touching a woman, uh, which yep. it's it's taboo. But in, in intergender wrestling, I'm all for it. I know some people are. I know some people aren't. But one de- – like he didn't punch her in the head. It was one devastating move. That right. was an impact move, like you said. He it wasn't a strike. Perfect. Yeah. Even, if you, did, even if you did hit her in the head, I think the I think the women of wrestling are okay with fighting dudes. I think they want to fight guys. I, they want I to agree. Legitimize but themselves w- even w- more. WWE right. shies away from that. I I'm 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 about the intergender thing. Well, not to get on top. It's because Vince McMahon's an old white Republican. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Randy's always the one. I, I was told there were only two rules. Oh man! No, no, no! I'm just saying in general. Yeah, that's right. Why exactly. Two rules. No, no I, politics. I'm just making it up. 
just making an observation of why women and men don't fight each other. No, right. and, 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 the promotion's run by a seventy-five-year-old man. That's why. And, and I'm okay with that. And I think they stuck to their guns with that. It wasn't a beatdown. He didn't stomp her out in the corner. One quick RKO, she took it like a fucking champ, and the story went from eight to a ten, in my opinion. Right, agreed. Yeah, man. When she took that, the way her body was just parallel to the to, to the mat as she came down was perfect. No, no hands. Not, she sold the shit yeah. out. There was no safety in a pedigree. Exactly. There was no Vince McMahon taking a stunner. She laid the fuck out for that. Yep. Call being a pro. She did a great yeah. job. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Nice, yep. nice team. All right, guys, uh, we are down. I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I, I would just say I, I, from the Royal Rumble with Edge's return, then to Randy's attack, and then to his second attack on his wife, and then this empty arena promo, I and I said earlier today, this is the match that I bought my tickets to Mania for. Like, I'm going to cry. I always, like, ball whenever I hear anything metalingus. Like, (laughs) this has has Adam Edge Copeland written all over it. Yeah. And you know me. And I'm I'm literally going to ball. I mean, who knows? Maybe we can do, like, a social distance watch along at Jeff's place. I don't know, but <laughs> oh yeah, we I'll bring the match definitely. All right, guys, we're down to the last two matches of Bro. WrestleMania 36. Only so let's two. Let's talk about o- only two. Finally, after we should know. have done this podcast over two days. Yeah, right. We should have. <laughs> Instead, we did it over the span of about two and a half hours. Uh, so the, let's talk about the next match, uh, which is going to be a very fun match. I'm interested to see how they. How they filmed this. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse match with the Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on John Cena. I think everyone here needs to agree that John Cena is taking the L, putting over the Fiend, mm-hmm. and the Fiend's coming out victorious in this. Okay, I see Matt. Matty so? is shaking his head no. Hell no. Hell no. It's the same thing we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Cena takes the win on Saturday, shows up on Sunday, beats Goldberg for the belt, oh and Cena my. becomes better than Rick Flair. No, I'm fucking around. It's totally not going to happen. <laughs> That'd be fine, though. I'm fine with that, too. I, I hate to say this because that it's might not be the cool best, anymore. That might be the best way to put Cena over for beating Rick Flair. I yeah. am still totally all Cena. Love the guy. Always yeah. have. I never got on the Cena sucks bandwagon. I don't care when he changed his music. I don't care when he went PG. The guy's a fucking pro, but yeah, he's going to take the L. Yo, Maddie, you should meet our friend Sam. Oh, Is that him. inside funny? Uh, well, no, he just loves John Cena. Don Costa and I have a friend who just is obsessed with John Cena. Yeah, he oh, man, I, I will be watching Mania again with Cena gear on, man. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. You guys yeah. are all officially invited. I have a man. party every year. I set up big screens in the back. Mania for me is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So when I'm not, at, well, I mean, you you guys were yeah. going, so bigger deal. Yeah. But right. can, can we have like a can we have like a watch along for Mania? Yeah, oh, we can make that happen. Uh, no, because all I do is scream at my TV, run to the fridge. You'll hear my wife shouting in the background. She, she's a huge <laughs> mark. She's a huge. Oh yeah. Half, yeah. half of the ideas I've given you guys yeah. and things I've said, she gave to me. No. So truth be told, no, but, <laughs> awesome. I mean, okay. Let's get Mrs. G on the podcast. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I want to present another question. Now we remember, I believe it was 
30, mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt against John Cena. Yep, that's, John that's where he, Cena claims, he claims he never came back from that. Mm-hmm. As, as yeah. just Bray. Now, now, I also remember that was a year after John Cena won the belt back from Rock and, you know, understood about the part-time thing. Yep. I think Cena's had a complete reversal of his mentality and he looks back and realizes he killed Bray Wyatt. Yep. Literally yep. killed Bray Wyatt. Killed Wyndham Rotunda. Real he's, name for Bray Wyatt. He's coming back <laughs> to put him over on purpose. You're percent right. And I think Ooh. that's why they introduced it with John Cena doing the time for the the new breed to step up, so to speak. Right. And yep. then the fiend coming out. Cause mind you, the fiend only has come out to return past rivalries of such. Mm-hmm. Right. Except yep. for Goldberg. So when he when think of this John Cena way. Seeing at the rumble Daniel Bryan against Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. The fiend. And seeing Daniel Bryan, someone who he respects most in the business, go toe-to-toe but still lose. Mm-hmm. And now thinking, I am the reason he's like this. Right. Jo- John Cena's literally going in as William Wallace in this feud. Oh, he, he's what? standing up. He's standing up. Till the last toll of the bell. Till that. But he is going to. He is literally putting Bray over. And. To the moon. Like literally. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Dave. Do you think this is Cena's last match? No. Not at all. Cena's last match. Wade Wade thinks it is. No, I, Cena's not going. I think Cena's last match is going to be winning seventeen yep. and, then and then vacating. Yes, vacating. He'll vacate it. Sunday at WrestleMania. Monday Night Raw. No, no, no fans. Cena's going to win seventeen. Give the speech. Vacate it. Ric Flair is going to come out. Tear, tears in his eye, like you know. I'll be tear in my eye. Bro, I'm gonna but, be, I'll be crying because Cena actually broke Flair's record. Flair's yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> gonna come out and give him a hug and, and give him a Cena low. broke it, but those two shit are gonna come back when we start getting Austin Theory moving up the ranks. Like Austin Theory, Theory versus Cena. Theory versus Cena. Theory versus Cena. No. Theory for Cena WrestleMania oh, 40. next Book. year. Do it next year. Look it. There you go. <laughs> I like how we just jumped to 40. I'm in. You're put, well, that's 40 is smart. That's smart because you guys are pushing the young dudes too fast. You do not need 24-year-olds wearing the WWE Championship. That's never been done. It's never been done for a reason. They're too immature. They're not oh, ready yet. But wait, but wait, but also wait. Don't they, they, did title Brock, change they did it to Randy Orton. Weeks. Yeah, and what happened to Brock? It fired. He was too immature. He left because he couldn't take it. And Randy was too immature. 
Same thing, right. man. No, Randy, Randy just broke the wellness policy like we all would ourselves. Randy Orton smoked way too much weed before weed was fine. Randy Orton shit in people's bags. Randy Orton literally was terrible backstage. Like, that's why they're taking people like Tony Storm, who's super young, mm-hmm. and they're going slow with them. Yeah, Tony Storm won the UK championship, but she's on a slow build up. And that's why you have people in NXT like Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, even though Io Shirai is on like the high end of that. You have them going slower mm-hmm. because... Look what Paige did when she became NXT champion. We have over an hour's worth of footage of what she did as NXT Women's Champion. Uh, they, they need the slow build, right. though. People used to work their Wait, entire no, career. Talking about. I, I know exactly who is Who we all who, do. Shawn Michaels. Betty considers Shawn Michaels the greatest in-ring worker he in sucks. professional wrestling history. Shawn Michaels was in the WWE for about 10 years before he won the WWE title for the first time. Bret Hart was in the WWE for eight years before he won the title for a second. The Undertaker was in the WWE for one year before he won for the first time, and it was the wrong decision, yep. and it took another six years for him to get back to the top of the mountain. Yep. Guys used to wait their entire career to get to WWF. Which most of that's what you're talking about. They're all brought up from inside now. They haven't been through the ropes. They haven't done anything. Taking these young guys that are homegrown talent, put the title on them right away is detrimental. Those guys that you brought up cut their teeth in other places. They've been two, three, four, five, ten other promotions. They'd gone to Japan and gotten over on their own. They had wrestled to absolutely nobody. Even the people that are wrestling at Full Sail have a built-in crowd every single week of sellouts. These guys have never wrestled in front of 12 people where only six of them want to be there and drag their buddy or their girlfriend around. Right. That's the thing. Even when Finn was crowned the first Universal Champion, um, we all know he vacated it due to injury, but he has gone on record on saying, you know, people think that he you know, squandered his opportunity on the main roster, but they don't understand that he was still green. And he'll be the first to tell you that, that even though, you know, he was leader of the bullet club and so dominant as Prince Devitt, he was not used to a main American audience. Exactly. It's a completely different character. It's a completely different universe, if you will. And he was still green in that universe. And now, you know, he articulated it very well when he said NXT is like Broadway and he went home, you know, as manager, he said, he's going home. He's home now. He's comfortable. But when he was on that main roster, yeah, you know, he, you know, he, he was, he's still green. That's why I think I'm so like a lot of us are fortunate that we saw him compete, you know, as the demon on a mania against Lashley and win. That might not have happened. No, he was green, yes, but green in the WWE product. He's, he's more veteran. I mean, legit veteran than a lot of people WWE has on their roster. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because they, right. don't, they don't need to pinch anymore. They've got their own. The Performance Center can pluck. The Performance Center can take any one of us and get us as passable extra it, 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 core talent. Mm-hmm. They, they Works, do. Man. They, they do. Yeah, I'm they, available. They have, they have NXT US. They have NXT UK. NXT Japan is coming. In so it's NXT, NXT Australia. Yep. Yeah. NXT Australia is coming. Yep. Like 
and WWE and New Japan are mimicking their same builds globally, but one thing Wade and Jeff can attest, I, I've grown to really enjoy these indies, and I'm worried about the corporate takeover globally of the indie scene. Right. Like, now every time I go to an Evolve show, it's WWE appearances. And I understand that, but it's nice. it's it's not the same. But uh, Evolve's killing it. I'm calling it right now. The next big signing is going to be Briggs. Josh Briggs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Josh Every, oh, yeah. Fucking Briggs. Agreed. Agreed. Fuck it. Fuck. Son, Vinny Marsalia. Yo, Vinny is killing it right now. He's the man. Love it. All right, guys. Sorry, we are down take. to our final match of WrestleMania. Holy we have crap. the WWE Championship match. Brock Lesnar taking on the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre. Now, two things. This match has to be an event on night two. Yes. This, this match yes. has to Sunday. end off the weekend. And I know yeah. there's not going to be a lot of fanfare. There's not going to be a big audience of 80,000 plus fans. But Drew McIntyre has to win this. Has to win. He has to yes. go over. And WWE, I know they have it in them. They have to do something to make his win a fucking moment, even without the bells and whistles and the crowd in the right. arena or wherever the hell they and are. If- Bring in Michael Buffer. But if no, man. This is Lesnar. This make it a big fight. Make it a big, make it, a big pre- fight. Uh, pretend there's eighty thousand people there. Make it a thing. Right. There's a match where we're gonna try to establish a new top of the card star star with a title reign. This is the match to do it with. This and is good it. for Drew and good right. for Drew. Dave, go. I don't want to. Co- I don't want. Okay. To uh, so I, I have a very concise point. He was fired. <laughs> he went to the Indies, mm-hmm. and he won. World championships on the indies. I know indie world championships don't have a lot of luster, so to speak. But he did it, and he came back. Right. And this very moment is what the fans have been clamoring for. You even saw him winning the Rumble and him breaking down. Yep. He was mm-hmm. once crowned as Vince's chosen one. Yep. And then they put him in 3MB. And they gave Jinder Mahal <laughs> a title reign before yep. him. Don't hinder the gender. Now, G- gender killed it then. Don't hinder yeah, the gender. He, 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 he killed it. But I'm sorry. Of the three of them, Drew McIntyre was the one I thought would win You're the right. title first. Uh. But And... Also, you even have situations where in run-ins between the two, Brock tells Drew to hold up the title after a beatdown. Brock wants to give the rub to Drew. And Drew has a size and he has a charisma. And so once you give Drew the belt... 
you have a whole new area. I think they're going to switch the titles again. You have a whole new area of feuds. Right. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre needs to win this, and I, I'm on the Drew McIntyre boat. Mm-hmm. I really am, and Brock is going to do the business for him. And and I've been I've gone on record. I believe it was me and Doc had a conversation. I'm pretty sure Wade and I and Jeff and I have talked about this. Um, I know everything up up until beginning of this year. Becky Lynch was probably the most over babyface in the WWE. Right now, I think the most over babyface that they have is Drew McIntyre. And why is that? Because now when Drew McIntyre points to the WrestleMania sign, he tells the universe, "Hey guys, That's I'll count yeah. to three. Point with me, because you know what? Drew mm-hmm. is the people's champion. There's no mm-hmm. problem with Rock, but Drew is being the people's champion right now. Does Dwayne come at the end and congratulate him? It was also silky smooth, man. His yes. face turn was clean yep. and slow and fun. It wasn't like and he walked forced. down giving high five. <laughs> yeah. Not forced. Not what forced at all. Not forced. He, it he, was he so you know, it, it, white it, meat it was baby that, face, he started baby. off with that counting bullshit and it got yeah. over and he just a couple weeks later mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't say like hey he's a good guy now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He got it over with what won me over with his baby face turn is the kip up with the mic. Right. Yep. Did the yep. claim where it said I didn't even drop the mic. I was like, oh damn, you yep. won't be that, over. That, that 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 was over. I'm like, you got won't be off on that. That's what I'm saying. But and I'm so, not, and I wasn't even the biggest Drew fan. I wasn't. Right. I thought his, I thought his run on NXT was mediocre. It didn't have that much of an effect. But once he got the main roster and showed his ass, mm-hmm. I'm like, you gotta give that guy a title. Right. And yep. it was a very slow build. Yeah. So that is why I'm so appreciative. When Drew first left WWE. The first time I remember seeing some uh, some clips of him in 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 the aisle in the aisles, whether it was you know England or Ireland, I don't know, one of those places over there. And he was <laughs> you know, he was he was cutting a he was cutting a promo and like you know in indie like style, being more himself. And I remember watching. I'm going, shit, man. If this is how Drew McIntyre cut fucking promos in WWE, he'd be a fucking champion. Yep, and exactly. that's what we and that's what we've gotten since the Drew face turn, especially. We've gotten Drew McIntyre doing what Drew McIntyre does, the, the best version of Drew McIntyre. And there is no doubt in my mind that he's the guy. I, I thought even in 2011 when he was first like kind of on the ascent, I looked at him as like someone who was this guy's gonna be a future champion, a future main event player one day. Like Vince is not wrong on this one and calling him the chosen one. Right. It took a little longer than I thought, but here we are in 2020, and Drew McIntyre should be coronated with his WrestleMania moment. Sucks it's yep. going to be an empty arena, but he'll make it work. He's a pro, man. He's been doing this for a long fucking time, and he's one of those guys that's used to performing in front of 25 right. people and having to sell it. Yep. See, that's the other thing. It was mentioned before that, that the indie titles don't matter much in WWE, 
but he wasn't just handed titles as a former WWE guy either. He cut those good promos. He had great matches. The One of the promos that stuck out to me, I don't know if it's the same one you watched. He, he, it's the same thing. He was over in the aisles, as you called it, and the, <laughs> just everything looked yellow, and people were like hanging from the rafters in the room. Yeah. Looked like yep. it was about a foot and a half bigger than the rest of the ring in the whole place. Yep. But he earned every step of the way yep. in the indies again. He didn't go out and say, hey, I'm Drew McIntyre. Right. Pay me ten grand and maybe I'll sign an autograph. He went out and fucking killed it. Cut those promos, had those matches, and sometimes put other people over. He worked his way back hard. Right, right. and here we it. are. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give me two seconds. Here we, I'll get right to you, Jeff. Here, here we are. What 10, 11, 12 years after his initial WWE debut, mm-hmm. and that's how long it took him. So all you marks that I'm talking to right now, who are bitching <laughs> about the guy who's You're 23 just... years old, 24 years old, that's not getting the big rub yet. Drew McIntyre is yet another example to go with mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston, to go with Finn Balor, to go with Shawn Michaels, to go yeah. Brett the Hitman Hart, mm-hmm. to go with even Hulk Hogan, who mm-hmm. was. Years before Hulkamania started, okay, all these dudes, you do not need to. It, it, it's oh, it's. And I think it's better when you make them earn it for years because you get more invested in the not just it the character, but in more. the man or woman. It means more. Right. If you can get over without the belt, when you get the belt, it's going to mean twice as much. Yep. And let it be known that Drew McIntyre did not run on the coattails of Drew McIntyre of that character when he went back to the Indies. He became Drew Galloway. That's he what. That's what I was saying. Different character. And he was able to. He didn't even say, you know what. Yes, he was brought up in the WWE system since he was 19, but he said, you know what? I'm not going to let that dictate how I'm received on the indies. I'm going to reestablish who Drew Galloway is, and that's what he's done. He's brought that Drew Galloway attitude and that Drew Galloway seasoning and applied it to the Drew McIntyre chosen one from all those years ago, creating the Scottish psychopath. Right. Yep. Right. I can say it better, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, All right. We're done, right? Yeah, and, and now, <laughs> as we've mentioned a few times tonight, we don't know what's, what the aftermath of Mania is going to look like. If there's even going to be any wrestling or WWE after Mania. As far as I know, WWE only has recorded up through the Raw after Mania. And as of right. yesterday, 24 hours ago, we're recording this on Thursday. So on Wednesday of this week, Florida already issued a stay-at-home order. So what that yep. means now for any kind of combat sports, AEW and WWE in Florida, that that could be, I mean, I want to say use the word detrimental because the only thing that was actually still pushing forward during this time of crisis was professional wrestling. You know, yep. if they both have to now go on a hiatus... All we have is this, guys. We can hang out. We can talk every fucking week about the good old days and what we're going to do once this shit all, all blows over. But if we, if they do have to take a hiatus and do a hard or soft reset, whatever you want to call it, the guy to lead the fucking WWE is going to be Drew McIntyre. So that's how you end off this quote-unquote season of wrestling with Drew with that oh. damn title over his head. Oh, don't say season. That makes it me is, fucking die inside. Yeah. Is that why AEW <laughs> said undisclosed location? Undis- that's right. Which was party combat. You could tell by the turf was obviously the practice grounds. For- yeah, exactly. What is this undisclosed location shit? Whatever happened, yeah. unknown. Uh, oh, I don't come know. on. You can't. 
parts on that parts on parts like on having dope. somebody say that someone's move came from out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, uh, you you guys bring that up. I do think we are gonna get an episode in the not too distant future from the Hardy Compound, especially mm-hmm. with how crazy Damascus is going. But it it, it is like a unknown. Right. I could easily see WWE take maybe a month to two month recess, do a soft reset, start like once these uh, restrictions are lax, do a draft, and we're going to get our new feuds and new call ups. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like Having that. a reset might not be the worst thing it, for WWE. It, I don't think it really would. Be- don't, don't think it would be at all, but unfortunately, all we got to do is wait and see. And uh, on that note, guys, that's all she wrote for WrestleMania This has 36. been amazing. This three been, hours. Yeah. Woo-hoo! We are going on three hours. Talk about a freaking yeah. super show. So real this quick. This is the WrestleMania 35 of podcasts. God, it was amazing. amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing to get to talk to somebody who wasn't Bones and Smarky. Before we close out, if you've enjoyed Dusty Dave and mine commentary, you can look forward to the Crossroads show debuting after WrestleMania. I'm going to give all you guys a chance to do some plugs. So is Wade. Wade, tell us where we can find you, man. Hold on, hold uh, on, Doc. You hold on. Who, who, who runs the show, Doc? I, I don't like the way you're doing. Apparently, Doc does. We waited for him to reset twice because of the guitar. Just, I gotta say, Doc is here. Can you can you mute yourself so I can talk to Wade? No, Doc. How about, how about you know what? Why don't you just hang up, Doc? Damn. And on that note, fam, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening to episode 69 of the fourth wall cast i want to give a big thank you to all of our special guest hosts today we got dusty dave we got dfdc we got hashtag wade cares the wade experience and we got mr dj maddie g in the house tonight so let's go around the horn real quick before I get to the other two clowns I do this show with every week, Maddie G, tell all the fam where they could find you on social media. Uh, Instagram is EMG underscore Maddie G. Facebook is for idiots. Uh, Twitter, I have eight followers, so I don't even bother checking. Uh, you can come to my house. You're all more than welcome. It's a dope party spot. <laughs> I, I mean, bad, 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 bad my own art right there with social media. Yeah, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. They can usually find me at Tavern off the Green in Morristown when this shit gets lifted. Oh, right dude, on. that place. Is and Maddie, awesome. where, 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 where can they hear your podcast? Uh, my podcast is on elegantmusicgroup.com. Uh, it, it definitely doesn't deal with anything that we've been talking about thus far. But, uh, yeah, if uh, if any uh, wrestling fans out there are actually getting married, I don't know how I pulled it off myself. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's a lot of wedding tips and shit like that. So, so check it out. You can also uh, hear me DJ live uh, every day of the week, Monday to Friday from 1.15 until 1.45. It's a 30-minute quick mix. Come on down and check me out. I'm a big fat guy who wears wrestling T-shirts and drops fat beats. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie G, it's been an absolute pleasure, brother. Thank you so much once again. Johnny, an honor with you and your boys, man. Thank you for having me. I, I hope to come back soon. Let me know anytime. I will always have time for you guys. Of course. And on that note, also, be on the lookout for a new show that I'm <gasps> going to be putting out. With Mr. DJ Matty G, as we yes. talk about wrestling in quarantine, entitled. Wait, wait, who, Nothing. who came up with the who came up with the fat name? 
Oh, you did, Maddie G, of course. Yes. So, Wrestling in Quarantine called Nothing to Wrestle With, which will be airing on the Fourth Wall Pop Network after WrestleMania. So, please be on the lookout for that, Maddie G. Once again, thank you again, brother. Brother Wade, please tell everyone where they can find you and where they can find your show. Oh, they can find our my show, Big Heck and Wade Adventures, where we talk about all things pop and geek culture on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Woo! Exactly. And you can find us on Twitter at Big Heck Wade ADV. You can find us on Facebook at Big Heck Wade Adventures. And you can find us on Instagram at Big Heck Wade Adventures. That's pretty much it. And that's it. Where can they Thanks find you? Where can they find you? Oh, they can you? find me on Twitter? Yeah. On Twitter, you can find me at Wade Ilson. Hashtag Wade Cares. Oh, man. Awesome, brother <laughs> Wade. And once again, brother, thank you. Great to have you on the show once again. Dusty Dave, it's about damn fucking time you made it to the show, brother. Thank yeah. you so much, man. It was a pleasure yeah. talking to you about wrestling. Tell everyone a little bit about where they can find you and the show you and the um, FDC have coming up. All right. So, DFDC made the announcement. I'm coming back. Like Jesus Christ, I have risen <laughs> from crucifixion. Uh, Jesus Christ is not real. That's debatable. Uh, yes, oh yes. Oh my god. But the Two things we can't talk about religion and politics, and Doc brought up both of them today on the show. Breaking rules since 84, baby. If you guys are acquainted with me, you guys know that I used to be second mic on the Kings of the Rings podcast. We respectfully uh, parted ways, and I, I still wish him all the best. But after appearing on a friend's podcast, if you guys haven't heard him, check out Nate Effin Great, Game Changer. He had me on his podcast last week. And it, it, it got the itch coming back. And it's kind of funny. I think Jeff might have my uh, phone bugged because literally after that podcast, he hit me up about this. But he came up with the name. I came up with the tagline, and I'm so happy to be coming back to a mic. I think I might actually, late April Fool's, I'm not buying a new belt, but I think I'm going to buy a new (laughs) mic, because you you can look forward to our pilot DFDC, I believe, next week. Yes. And it's going to be interesting, so check us out. Who knows? Maybe we'll even join network soon. But hey, hey, if you guys need a network, I know this guy who, who who runs a network and is looking for some more podcasts. I could put in a good yeah. word for you if you guys need anywhere to go. <laughs> so, Dave, thank you again, brother, so much for joining the show finally. Uh, uh, honestly, pray hands, gentlemen, it's been amazing. And, yes, I am so happy to finally have joined this podcast. So thank you guys for the invite. Thank you all for letting me rant. I was I'm just sorry, excited I'm to podcast with you, dude. Corey Gravefingers. Yes. Corey Gravefingers. Awesome. Dave, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch soon, brother. Mr. DFDC, once yeah, again, yeah, yeah. welcome back yet again to the show. And Thank just, you. Just so you know, bro, if the fourth wall ever has a Hall of Fame, you are the first person we person we have to induct into the Hall of Fame at this point. Much appreciated. You all are my fam. Hey, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Last time Fuck I checked, I was the one that that finally convinced you to start this, Bones. There he is. Oh, were you? 
I, I was. Oh, you were on the fence time. for years. Oh. For years you were on the fence. Oh. Last time I checked, I picked Charlotte over Oscar at WrestleMania 34. Oh, Ooh. my God. DFCC, tell all the family they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Long Island 1892. L-O-N-G-I-S-L-A-N-D-1892. And you'll find me talking everything wrestling, everything film, everything television related. No politics whatsoever. Sorry. Uh, but guess what? As uh, Dusty Dave said, my co-host, the Crossroads show is coming soon. And remember to TikTok, do the work. Thank you again to everybody on the Fourth Wall Rustcast and the Fourth Wall Rustcast family remembering to make it pop. It's been an honor. Thank you again. You're the man, Jeff. Thank you so much, brother. Doc and Smarky, no one really cares what you have to say. But, Did you uh, just see my text? Yeah, no, I, I know. haven't so announced, haven't an announced. Watch, all right, Go ahead, Smarky. <laughs> Anyways, my name is uh, Doc Haas. Oh. You can find me at uh, on the Instagram. At D-R-H-A-A-S-E number four W-C. What? <laughs> he, he still spells it out, you know. All right, you know, Smarky, you have an announcement. What's your announcement? Uh, well, with with the uh, this hiatus, we'll call from my job, even though I am still working. I've had a lot of time, and I I really got into and wanted to do a podcast because I I started listening to one by a guy named Mike Rowe. You might know him yep. from uh, Dirty, Dirty Jobs, Jobs. and uh, Deadliest Catch. Best voice on TV. Best voice I, anywhere. Voice on Deadliest Catch. That's right. You should hear him. You should hear him sing opera. Uh, I know. No, like no, yeah. <laughs> no. That's fine. I'm cool with him talking about garbage. Johnny Bones. He is a trained opera singer. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I've always wanted to do a a short form podcast like his, under 10, 11 minutes. And uh, I officially am going to start that uh, probably next week with my first couple of interviews. Nice. Uh, obviously, if, if Bones, you'll have it, it will be on the network. It is not wrestling based. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to the guy at the network. I'll, I'll see. I'll see what if you want your show. You have to send us a pilot episode for us to check out first. <laughs> okay. Well, lucky for you. Uh, Lucky for you, I have it already. Hey, there it is. And, uh, <laughs> so, fam, you guys heard it here first. This network is growing, and that all happened in the past uh, like three hours. That that's pretty it exciting. Wow, <laughs> well, went, went by like two and a half, man. Right? I am so is you, this. Uh, I am so is this rash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it will be. It will be micro style, where it is not. Um, Every week or every month, it's whenever he can do it, uh, which is what I like about him. Which and once uh, because, every six months, no, no, no one's Smarky schedule. Yeah, unfortunately, I I, <laughs> I don't want to be, but I am busy. I, I don't like being as busy as I am. It's all right. But um, busting your balls. I, I, I do have. Um, it's it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, name pending. <laughs> Bro. And uh, Doc wants to get to himself, and you can't find me on social media because I barely use it. Doc, do you have anything else you want to say? Or can I, can I close oh, no, the show? I, that was ah. say, um, I was happy to talk about this WrestleMania that shouldn't happen with you guys. It's always great to powwow with all my good friends in the in the, uh, in the wrestling community in the fourth wall community. So um, I want everybody to stay safe out there. I want everybody to stay happy. 
as long as you use your fucking brains and you don't get unlucky, you're not going to get coronavirus. Yep. So just enjoy the time off. Um, make sure you, you go visit Stone Cold at the liquor store. You make sure you go visit RVD and Matt Riddle and the RKO at the other store. <laughs> and uh, if you don't like doing that, just sit down and head Vince McMahon. But if you don't like any of that, just enjoy yourself. Spend some time with your family, you know. Just internet hanging out with your friends like we're doing and I uh, just keep it real or hanging know. out with your bunny uh, it's nice or hanging out with your bunny like Dave's doing um it's you know and then just enjoy mania for what it is you know it's not exactly the ideal situation we all wanted it to be it's not where we wanted it to be it's not how we wanted it produced but it's something and that's not the worst thing and let's try to keep the positives going and everybody uh, keep it real and if uh, you need bass lessons uh, hit me up because I'm home a lot I do online work awesome fam well once again if you guys have enjoyed the show be sure to follow us on all social media that's Facebook Instagram and Twitter at 4th Wallcast that's the number 4 T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T you can also follow the network on Twitter at 4th Wall Pop that's F-O-U-R-T-H W-A-L-L Pop Doc that's where you come in. Doc's not listening. No. Goes the weasel. Thank you. And once again, I am your host, JC Bones. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JC Bones. That's Bones with a Z. So please be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing continue to grow and grow and be your biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. hardcore. Once again, we are the fourth wall cast and we are here to make it pop. Goodbye, good night, and wash your damn hands. Take it. Love you all. Too sweet. Yo guys, I gotta go to bed. I gotta teach it. I'm out. All right, guys. All right, guys. Okay, Thanks so much for having me, man. You guys are all yep. fucking awesome. Thank nice you, Matty. Thank you, Dave. Wade, everyone. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys.